everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. The best show is back for another Tuesday night installment. I hope everybody's having a grand evening. We've got an exciting show planned for you tonight. We've got Ellie Kemper from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. We'll be talking to her later in the show. A lot of other stuff coming. It's going to be fun. The phone number is 201-332-3484. And my friends, I want you to know that this episode of The Best Show is brought to you by Squarespace. And Squarespace is the easiest way to create a beautiful website, blog, or online store for you and your ideas. Squarespace features an elegant interface, beautiful templates, and incredible 24-7 customer support. You go and you try Squarespace for your website over at squarespace.com, and you enter in offer code BESTSHOW at checkout to get 10% off. Squarespace, build it beautiful. Now, let's begin of the best show. Yeah. 
Hi-ass. Right, guys? What's up? Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Best Show. My name is Tom Sharpling. I'm the host of the program. We have an exciting show lined up for you tonight. Twists and turns and surprises will all be coming your way. got Mike here with us, as always. The rock of the best show. The rock. That's what I call him. Can you imagine seeing Fast and Furious 7? See these commercials for that. Can you imagine, actually, two for Fast and Fast 7? Are they worried at all with that audience because the number is so high? What? What is that? It's a seven. Seven? What's seven? Well, it's the thing above five. Uh, well, actually, it's above six. I'm just as bad as their audience. It's one more than six. I'm only up to three now. I can't count that high. Fast and Furious uh, Like at the box office. Everybody's waiting to buy tickets. Seven. Yeah, seven. That's right. Imagine how dumb that crowd must look on opening night. You look out. And you see just this sea greatest thing would be go in front of that crowd go to them you say hey everybody thanks for coming to see Fast and Furious 7 uh, we're all going to have a great time tonight uh, I do have one thing to uh, just tell you all uh, the movie the movie uh, broke so instead of that, we're going to show you her tonight. Do you guys mind if we show you her? And then her starts. <laughs> Who is this? What if they just showed her and didn't tell them it was her? Or they said it was like, they just switch the credits, Fast and Furious 7. They just put that up. Then suddenly they just play her. Where's where's the rock? Where is he? I thought Jason Statham was in this one. How long would it take that audience to realize that they were not watching Fast and Furious 7, but they were watching her? Mike says not very long. You think they'd realize pretty fast? What if they did Fast and Furious? What if they just showed her, but every 20 minutes they just cut in 30 seconds of cars flying all over the place with no explanation of what it was? Just every 20 minutes they just made sure there was some, like, 30 seconds of, like, a car 
driving off of like a, a like a, a out of like a train like on the top of a train. I'm sure that happens in that movie, right? Car driving along the top of a train. They cut to that. Then they cut back to her for another half hour. Then they cut to a car like driving uh like inside a submarine which i'm sure happens in that movie because apparently cars can do everything in these fast and furious movies cars uh there was a scene where where a car went in the trailer i'm just talking about the trailer where a car goes from um from one skyscraper to the next like how'd the car get up are we not even going to explain that anymore Sure, it's unbelievable the car could go from one skyscraper to the other. How's the car getting up to the 90th floor of the first skyscraper? Where's Vin Diesel? That... Is that Vin with the mustache? Is he undercover? Yeah, Vin's undercover in this one. And there's the crack of the beer. Casey's at bat. Tell ya. The Wade Boggs of Coors Light. Out there. The Pete, like Pete Rose. Oh, let's talk about the music we just heard. How's it sound, Mike? Good? Uh, I'm a little under the weather. I got a little bit of a sore throat. But it sounds okay. We just heard England's Glory. England's Glory from a 7-inch on the Hozak record label. This is called City of Fun. And this is Peter Parrott's band before the only ones. It's so good. We played the uh, the other uh, the B-side last week. Shattered Illusions. But we just heard City of Fun. It is so good. England's glory before that raining sound taken from taken from a uh, the album live at Goner Records we heard drowning great song by the masters raining sound who writes better songs than Greg Cartwright that's a short list man Short list. Live at Goner Records. Go to beds before that. Their album, Anarchy in the U.S. Is that the name of the album? No, that's not the name of the album. That's their fall thing on it. Poor People Are Revolting is the name of the album. We heard, uh, what's it called? Jenna Robbins? Another one where you write it in the sloppy handwriting on the record. This is a great album, though. On the 12XU record label. Seriously great album, seriously great label. And guys, when I play these records, you gotta check them out, man. 
These labels have been generous to the best show. And you show them support and respect. Imagine Vin Diesel at a raining sound show. He'd probably be into it. That guy seems alright. I don't I don't mind Vin Diesel. I don't mind the rock. I met The Rock. Ever tell you about the time I had dinner with The Rock, Mike? No, I didn't, did I? Story, it's a showbiz story, man. Showbiz story, you ain't gonna hear that on the air. Some of the things that's happened to me. Did did that launch me to the top of show business, Mike? I can, I, I'll give you one hint. I'm sitting here. In a studio. Out of pocket. I'm going to say. No it didn't. Thanks to everybody who came out to the bell house last week. We uh. For the live. Sharpling and Worcester shows. We did four shows, two on Wednesday, two on Thursday. All four sold out. Packed out the bell house four times in a row. Everybody was going nuts. We had such a great time. You guys were so great, everybody that came out. Really just blown away by how amazing this audience is that listens to this show. We will be in Chicago this week. That show is sold out. And then we will be screening a movie in Los Angeles on Sunday. At CineFamily. And that's sold out. So. Yeah. If you're in Chicago and you have access to a uh, Chicago Bulls jersey that I could wear. Um, let me know. Just write me over at best show number four life at yahoo.com. Not looking for Jordan, not looking for Derek Rose. Just write me. I would appreciate it. You know what's the most amazing thing about those shows? One of them, at least one of them, AP Mike got a full on standing ovation when he came out. It was so great to see. And then there was uh, another one where they, they had a chant going of Mike. Unbelievable. They like you, Mike. It was really, uh, really, I was really blown away by the, the amount of love sent our way. So thank you very much. Maybe we'll come to your town next. Who knows? Who knows? Who's good here, Mike? Two? Who's good for a quick one? One. A little different. A little different. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, Tom, it's Jason from Long Island City, Queens. Jason from Long Island City, Queens. What's up tonight, Jason? 
So I've been watching this program on television. It's called The Jinx. It's very unsettling. I've heard about The Jinx, the one where Fred Durst got accused of murdering people. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it's Robert Durst, but I, I don't know what the relationship is. There's definitely some similarities. I would still say Fred Durst is more of a criminal at this point. I couldn't agree more. What's most disturbing about the show, and I feel what's, what would be most disturbing about the Fred Durst vehicle, is that I know guys like that. I know guys like Robert Durst and Fred Durst. And uh, they're just, it's hard, to, it's hard to sort of understand the world as you sort of know people like that. Look, I didn't see that show, man. I didn't see it. Mm. Don't jinx the jinx for me. No, I, I will no spoilers. Don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. Good show. It's good? Yeah. Hey, I saw you at the Bell House, Tom. It was amazing. Why, thank you. Yeah, you and Mike. Why, thank you. And John. Why, thank you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so check out the Jinx. I think it's worth checking out. Well, thank you for the recommendation. All right, good night. Anything else you want to recommend? Dinner, maybe? Is that mm. another thing you want to recommend? Dinner? No. Another no, thing no, I haven't no. tried? No, no, no. Everybody no. wants me to watch the Jinx, my friend. <laughs> All right, you have a great night, buddy. Thanks. Good night. Can you imagine the Jinx? Gotta watch that nonsense. I'll watch it. Is it like cereal? Is that what it is? And it's in 3D? Somebody said it's in 3D. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't have one of these 3D TVs. I don't want the Jinx staring at me shoving a uh, swinging a sword in my face or whatever couple things I want to tell you guys about my friends there's a time when you got to uh, figure out money you got to figure out responsibility with money and all that stuff and one of those uh, 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 things is figuring out how to invest and manage money. And tonight's best show is supported by Wealthfront, the automated investment service that makes it easy to invest your money the right way. Wealthfront software manages your money using investment strategies that were previously only available to the wealthiest investors for just one quarter of the cost of using a traditional advisor. They monitor your account 24-7, rebalancing your portfolio, reinvesting dividends, and working to maximize your after-tax returns. Wealthfront is overseen by the same team of investment experts who launched the index fund revolution. They manage over $2 billion in client assets and have saved millions of dollars on taxes for its clients. If you're interested in investing, go to Wealthfront.com slash best show to get your first $10,000 managed for free. That's Wealthfront.com. Slash best show. And just so you know, Wealthfront Incorporated is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are offered through Wealthfront Brokerage Corporation, member FINRA and SIPC. This is not a solicitation to buy or sell securities. Investing in securities involves risks 
And there's the possibility of losing money. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Please visit Wealthfront.com to read their full disclosure. And as I said at the top of the show, Squarespace, once again, sponsoring the show. I've said it before, I'll say it again. You know I know nothing about building websites. comes to computer stuff, I'm as dumb as they get. Coding, I don't know what that even means. Just ask any of the people who I've pathetically begged for help over the years for computer help. But you know what? Thank goodness Squarespace is here and available to technological dum-dums like myself to help build out a website without breaking a, uh, without breaking a digital sweat. Squarespace provides simple, powerful, and beautiful website templates for you to work with. And those templates are a part of Squarespace's responsive design. Which means your website scales to look great on any device. Every website you build comes with a free online store so you can sell whatever it is you make. If you want. Or if you just want to do a simple page. All you do is you use their cover page feature. Which lets you set up a beautiful one page online presence in a matter of minutes. Squarespace gives you 24-7 online support and a beautiful website for only $8 a month. You can even get a free domain if you buy Squarespace for the year. So I tell you, if you want a website that looks nice and is functional and simple to do, go over to squarespace.com and start a trial with no credit card required and start building your website today. Make sure you use the offer code BEST SHOW to get 10% off your first purchase. And that's also a way to show your support for the BEST SHOW. And we always thank Squarespace for their support of The Best Show. Again, go over to squarespace.com. 10% off your first purchase when you enter Best Show into the offer code box. And we thank Squarespace. Squarespace, build it beautiful. Now, without further ado, I'm going to go to the hotline right now. I'm being told we have what is known in... The biz as a uh, an FP, a famous person, is on the line right now. This is not uh, not the usual riffraff who call this show. It's an actual five star FP. <laughs> is this true? Do we have Ellie Kemper on the hotline? It, it, it's true. It's oh my! True. Oh my goodness! How are you? It, I'm very well. How are you? I'm good. I'm a little sick. But I, you don't sound it, but I heard you say it, so I'm sorry. Well, thank you. That's very nice of you to send your well, your sympathies. That's just how I am. It is how you are. Yeah. You you are nice. <laughs> I right? think nice is the thing, and when people are sick, I want them to feel better. Yeah, me too. I do too. Look, I'm not nice, and I even want that. Yeah, even you. That shouldn't be. So I'm going to almost say. That hoping that sick people don't be sick should not be the true, that should not be the demarcation line between nice and awful people. No. That should be the demarcation line between human and monster. Human and monster. And you are not a monster. Why, thank you. You're also not awful, but I agree that it, that both awful and nice people should not wish people to continue being sick. Yes. So we're on the same page with that. I'm glad. Yes, good. See, we already are. There we go. 
Mark, Mike, mark that down. Yeah. We're on the same page on wishing health, good health to people who are sick. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, Ellie Camper, you are people would know you pre before the before your new show. People knew you best from the office. Yes. Probably if they if they knew me at all, that would probably be the best bet. Yes. And then the second best bet would be bridesmaids. Probably, yeah. I have to, yes. That's probably it. But now, those two things have been stricken from anyone's memory because your new show has erased any previous traces of your past greatness. They're gone. They're gone. Forget them. That's how good... That's yep. how good Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt is. <laughs> um, that's very kind of you. The, um, the, the show is, I'm from a point of view, from a, from a creative point of view, from a writing point of view, it's, it's a, it's a special show. And I am happy if people seem to like it. So that's been great news. Yes. It's really, the show is so good, and people can see it over at Netflix. The whole first season is up. Just boom. It's all up. It's all at once. And yeah, there's no waiting. No. Yeah. Have you talked to people who've just power watched through all of them? Like, <laughs> I have. And, you know, I, I, I am pleasantly surprised because I didn't know how people would consume it. You know, it's a comedy. I feel like when I have, have binge watched, have, have bunged. I, I guess it's just binged. I, they've mostly been dramas. So I was, I was interested to see how people would consume this. And most of the people who I have spoken to seem to have um, watched it in one fell swoop. So that's, you know, that's, I guess that's just the way people do things now. That's the way people consume media now. But um, that's been, it's, been, it's been nice that people, uh, that people, I guess the people who haven't enjoyed it haven't spoken to me about it. But the people who have spoken to me have said they've enjoyed it, and that mostly, yeah, they've they've consumed it all at once. First of all, like, there's yeah. nobody who didn't enjoy it because it's awesome. There's some people, but but the people, who, I mean, what are they doing? They're saying to you, uh, <laughs> "Hey, I saw the show. It uh, it's in color." Like you know, when you have to like give somebody a compliment when you weren't into yes. their thing. Yep. The ultimate one I heard is. <laughs> And this is more on the musical end of things that somebody yeah. in a band said to another person in a band. It looked like you guys were having fun up there. No. Yeah, that's not a compliment. And but it's a it's enough of a compliment that it gets you away that they realize that a minute after the their the person's gone, like you say. You pat them on the back, you're like, Oh yeah, it looks like you guys were having fun up there. I'll see you guys later. Right. And then oh, like yeah. A minute later, they're like, "Hey, wait a minute!" Yeah, he, he didn't like what we just did. That that wasn't he wasn't talking about our work up there. He just said we looked like we were enjoying it. Yeah, that's. I said once to um, he's a friend of mine, and and I did think he did a great job, but it was a college performance of um Zoo Story, and um I think it's just two people in that play. I think, I. I think it's the right play, but whatever play I saw, I clearly loved it. There were two people in it. And at the end of the play, I, you know, went around to say congrats to my friend. And the first thing I asked was, how did you memorize all those lines? 
which is like the <laughs> same thing, kind of. Because I don't think that's what you compliment someone on. Well, it's saying, you know, I mean, it's it's almost saying like you, <laughs> you were, you are an actor. Yeah, yeah. You're not a you're not a full on amateur. Exactly. You had a place or, or, up there. I see what you're trying to do. <laughs> I see what or, you're trying to do would yeah. be that. Yeah, that would be the most hurtful thing you could say. Yeah, you're really. I see what you're trying to do up there, and then you just walk away. Yeah. No, that's it. Yeah. It, it was uh, clear to me. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt started off. It was a, it was going to be on an NBC show. Mm-hmm. And then it was. At what point in in the making of the show did you all find out that it was going to not be on NBC but instead be on Netflix? Yes. So we as a group did not find out until after the show had wrapped. It was actually, I think, the Friday before our wrap party. So it was like, I think we wrapped on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday. So we were all done, and then it was announced in the news, and then – um. And then we had a nice rap party because along with Netflix um, acquiring it, they also ordered a second season all at once. So it was really great news for everyone. But I had heard some, um, you know, murmurings like the week before. Mm -hmm. So nothing confirmed. But the whole thing took place over the course of like seven days, like the move from NBC to Netflix. But we had finished shooting everything by the time it had, you know, it was made official. Sure. So, so. This this show would have because there's really it is it's it's not like it's. Hi everybody, Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new office hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel, and Doug is back from down under. Goodbye, goodbye, and his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album. Has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Like there's things that couldn't have been on NBC in terms of the the, uh, <laughs> the language uh, or anything like yeah. that. Raciness, yeah. No. Yeah. And in fact, I think the only changes that were made were, you know, that that they could put Tina and Robert could put jokes back in that had been cut, not because of content, but just because of time. Because, of course, on a network show, it has to be a very, you know, it has to be 22 minutes or have to be commercials. But on Netflix, it's more flexible. So I think those were really the only changes made. And I'm curious to see what next season will bring because now, you know, they know that they don't have to adhere to any network standards. Yeah. I don't. I don't foresee it being that different just because, well, I don't know. I guess they've only ever written for network television, so maybe everyone's about to be surprised by what comes out. Yes, by the <laughs> the un, the the endless waves of violence and <laughs> that, that you, you look at the first script from the second season and it's a yep. bloodbath and it's nothing yeah. but toilet language <laughs> and, and full frontal... Male, yep. male nudity. It's full frontal male nudity. Male, oh yeah. <laughs> For some reason, the females were spared. Yes. I guess it's all. Is it rear? What is what is nudity from the back? Is it just rear nudity? I think they just call that nudity. 
nudity. Partial nudity. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's like when you see in the credit, on like the little PG-13 thing, and it says like, adult situations, partial nudity. That means uh, that, it's... Yeah, that must be what that is. Yeah. That it's, but that, that'd be interesting to know. Because I wonder if you do show a, a, like a boob, if that still is partial nudity. I mean, I wonder if... What do they describe full nudity as in a reading? Is it full nudity? Is it full... F- I've never seen the word frontal. Know. Some of these things... I think maybe they use explicit. Like I see... Ex- if you look at yeah. some of the descriptions, it'll be just like explicit drug use. It's like... Right. What? What is this movie going to... It's like... Like... <laughs> yeah, just... Uh, it's, sometimes you see... Sometimes I think they almost have to... They almost are undermining the marketing of a thing. Like they try to make it look like it's dirtier or like edgier than it is. And then the box right. says it's just like, oh, yeah, it seems like they're just showing you any example of, of anything outrageous in the trailer. And the box is telling the truth that we just saw all of it. Right. Right. It's just summarizing. <laughs> yes. What is the other Everything. 95 minutes of this movie going to be? Right. Very boring. But – but what you just saw is, in, in case you, whatever, yeah, were in the bathroom, this is what it is. Yeah, you got all the good stuff ready. Yeah, exactly. Now, Ellie <laughs> Kemper, when you're doing this show, where, for people who uh, don't know, basically you play somebody who uh, was was uh, kidnapped in your, yeah. in your early teens? My early teens, I would say, uh, was gone for 15 years, and at the show's start, I'm 29. So, yeah, I was 14 when I was taken mm-hmm. and yes and 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 you, the premise is that i am a, a a young lady who has recently been rescued from this underground bunker where i've been held captive in a cult for 15 years and um in indiana and so uh so that's that's the that's the backstory and the start of the show and the show opens with um all of us being rescued by the fbi and you decide to stay in New York and, and, and find your way through the world. And your energy level on the show is so high. Uh-oh. Yeah. How do you get to that place? Because, like, filming, it's a long day to it's film. Right. A you... lot of explicit drug use. A no, lot? I'm okay. Kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no no I'm, drugs. I know you're kidding. But you're just like, are you just like... Do you have, like, one of those hand squeezer things that get, like, a stress ball that gets you, like, pumped up for every single take? Cause... I am, um, I'm really, like, flattered and honored that you uh, observed that. Because I think that, listen, it is not, like, by comparison, a very hard job. But sometimes, yeah, you're tired. So, I don't know. I drink coffee probably more than I should. And I don't know. I think that I'm naturally high energy, but um, um, sometimes she's. I guess sometimes Kimmy's. Well, I guess she's never low energy, even when she's like angry or sad. It's sort of there's still a lot of energy in it. But but you know, I'm wearing these outfits that are all very colorful and bright, and I would be interested in any I don't know studies that have been done linking wardrobe to mood because that really does sort of help. I, I'm in a lot of bright yellows and pinks. Yeah. And I and I feel I don't know brighter more 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 energetic i don't know i don't know if that's so, so there's like you're 10 you're 12 hours into a day and you're just like 
then you just look at your yellow shirt yep. and you're just like, fine, <laughs> I'll ramp it up now, yellow shirt. You're telling me yep. to get excited, yellow shirt. You got me again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is simple as that. No, these are these are the kinds of acting secrets nobody knows about. Yeah, it's just one glance at that yellow shirt and I'm off. Okay, so that's so pe- <laughs> people aspiring filmmakers and yep. a- and actors yep. realize just bring a yep. bright shirt to your yep. thing. Mm-hmm. And that'll bridge the the gulf between you uh, when you start running out of gas. That's absolutely right. I mean, I couldn't, well, I did just say it, but I couldn't have, have summarized it better myself. I think, I mean, that's really the key to a- acting. So, so anyway, it just, it just depends on, or it doesn't depend on it. It relies on you wearing, you know, some form of bright clothing somewhere yeah. on you. Because <laughs> I don't know, I would be just like, because then you also you're in this thing and you're running around and and you know playing playing it at such a high level and then you must look past the camera and see all these blobs just sitting <laughs> watching you on monitors just like they're they're like these like they're starting to fall asleep and you're yep. just like oh wait we have to move the cameras now and do this 80 times from a different angle. Maybe I know. Any chance you Wait, guys can nothing... stop eating while I'm Right. <laughs> that is such a um it's nothing to complain about, but it is accurate. And also the other thing is I don't know, I think there's it's it's um it's just embarrassing because you do a lot of takes. So something that's funny, the first, I mean, in, in any, as we all know, in filmmaking and television making, you do a lot of takes. So something's funny the first time, and then you keep, or the third time, and even maybe the fifth time. But then you have to do it from so many angles. It's just, I don't know, it's embarrassing to try, like, you're trying to be funny, but of course no one's laughing. Everyone's like, yeah, either, you know, eating whatever hot dogs, craft services is, is passing out. <laughs> yeah. Or just staring at the monitor, not la- you know, you know, is the light wrong or like whatever is something else. And so to do that and have people not laugh is strangely like humiliating and yeah, right. It's hard. Discouraging. It's hard when you're all well, of a sudden there and then they're just like moving the camera around and then people are now saying to you, "I'll see you tomorrow." I saw the, <laughs> enough of this already. I'll see you tomorrow, <laughs> Ellie. And they're like leaving. It's like, you can't, like, oh, you got enough? Oh, don't worry, I'll be here for another two hours right. doing doing the same thing you just saw. Right. And, like, I met your, I clearly, oh, uh, thank you, I, I'm sure, I'm glad I did enough to pass the test now that, you, that you'll <laughs> sign off on my performance, but then I can just keep doing the same thing, and right. you're home by that point. Thank you so much for stopping by. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for stopping by, fellow worker on this show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm look. But I'm just. I know. Teasing. On the, oh, now wait. I'm. Is that my phone? I'm hearing a, a beep. But I think I'm, I'm not. I'm not hearing a beep. This is very strange because well, then good because I'm. I'm calling. No one ever calls me, and I'm calling from a landline, so it must be call waiting. So it's, I'm not familiar with that sound but anyway well, it stopped worry. it's great and we're also here um i will say um of course 
you were nice to say that they're, you know, maybe the more um, challenging parts of an acting job. They're definitely there. But I will say, again, in the scheme of things, not that hard a job because um, one thing that I, like, I feel like I'm bragging when I say this to you, I get to work on time. I think most people, uh, I think most people I know, probably you know, get to work on time because you're there when work begins. But, like, the one... It's like the thing, it's like uh, you look like you were having fun. I, the only nice thing people would say, you know, no one, no one ever said like, oh, that was so funny or like, oh, yeah, that was, um, like that, that was a really moving scene. People would be like, hey, you, we appreciate you getting to work on time. Like that was, that was the <laughs> biggest like, compliment I ever got was that I was on time yeah. to work. You're low maintenance. Where, yeah, it's like, thanks for being <laughs> low maintenance. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, no. And thanks for just, like, doing what you're paid to do. Yeah, yeah. Like, showing up is not the – that's not what got me hired for this. That just, like, well, let's just ask you, do you plan on being on time? Like, Right, right. Yes, I do. I can't – look, I can't give you the job right now, but let me just say uh, I have to talk to a couple other people. (laughs) Unless somebody else says they're going to be here early, you've got the job. Right, right. And someone – can surpass you yeah by in commute time five minutes early right we gave it to somebody who said they'd be here 15 minutes early <laughs> i'm so sorry ellie now when you that were be a yeah. when you started on the office you you had started that was not am i correct that that part was not meant to be as as um big as as it was for the yeah for absolutely the show? yeah when I um, auditioned for that, it was a four-episode arc. So uh, Michael Scott had gone off to create his Michael Scott paper company, and he took Pam with him. So I was just subbing in as a receptionist on um, in the office, and then and it was for four episodes. And then um, the story changed, and Pam became a saleswoman. And so I got both Aaron, my character, and Ellie, myself got to keep the job um, into the next season, which is the biggest break you could ask for. So that was great. Yeah. And how, how, yeah. Did, you, how did you get on their, on their uh, radar over there? Um, well, you know, I had what I, in retrospect now, understand was an audition for Parks and Rec. And I was like, um, but I read a scene that ha- contained characters that are not in Parks and Recreation and that were not in the office. It was, like, two characters named, like, Vanessa and Steve or something. And I auditioned for Greg Daniels, who is the creator or the yeah, of both shows. And, um, and then I didn't ever hear from them again about that. And that was, like, back in October of, of whatever year that was. And then – so that's how I met them. And then um, the following March is when this, this – uh, role of Aaron came up, mm-hmm. so so that's how I initially got on their radar. Now I want to ask you that no that and then no you by were, failing at an audition yeah no but you ran <laughs> no. with it yeah. four part thing four episode thing you turned into five seasons or whatever right well something like that the, yeah yeah it was it was four seasons after that so yeah the but the, yeah the story changed which was worked in my favor so that's great yes no I'm yeah. going to ask you. Ellie Kemper, star of yeah. Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt, yep. which is on Netflix right now. The whole yes. season's on Netflix. Yeah. 
I'm looking at your IMDb right now. I'm going to ask you Uh-oh. a couple. I'm going to name a character you played, and you have to tell oh. me what the character was in. Oh, okay. I might. I, I will probably fail at this. Just, okay. Okay. Jamie. Mystery Team. Okay, that's right. Yes, Mystery Team, okay. the uh, movie with uh, my friend uh, D.C. Pearson was in that. Yep. Yep. Let's Pro- see. Produced, written, created by Derek. Yeah, Derek yes. Comedy. Oh, and I want to tell you, I'm not looking at IMDb, so I'm not okay. cheating, just oh, so you know. I know you're not cheating. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Girl in Bar. They don't do commercials. Is that um, Cayman Wentz? Yes, that's Cayman yes. Wentz. Yes. Do you get the double entendre? Entendre? I just got it. I did not get it until you said it was a double entendre. I know. Well, because you have to say it out loud. Yes. I mean, the title. I just looked at it. Otherwise, you don't get it. No. Went right over my head. Yeah. Let's see here. Shelly. 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 Wait, I don't know. I don't know if I know Shelly. You know, none of of my characters ever have last names. Shelly. Oh, uh, Reading Rainbow? I mean... Redeeming not, Rainbow. Redeeming Rainbow? Yes. Yeah. You played yeah. Shelly. See, look, you're getting yeah. them all. I, I, I am getting them all. I did... We did this with... Um, who do we do this with, Mike? <laughs> and they got none of them. It was, was, it, like, was it Hanks? Was it Tom Hanks? It was Tom Hanks. He was no <laughs> idea. I asked him, I said, in this movie you play... In this movie you play uh, a castaway. And he was like... <laughs> I don't even, he said, catch me if you can. Catch me. And he said in this, uh, let's see here. Okay. Allison. Um, Laggies. That's Laggies, yes. Yeah, yeah. All right, one more. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> There's a lot, it's a, I know it's a very long list. Brent, oh, that one you'll get, Brenda. It's oh. in the title. Um, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Pinnacle Executive. Oh yeah, well that was get him to the Greek. Yes, you. Yep. You hit. You got all of them. I, I nailed it somehow. Yeah. From the hundreds and hundreds of characters <laughs> I have undertaken. I can't remember who got none of them. You know, like Chris I really Elliott. I want to know too. Chris Elliott one time got none of his things. <laughs> he was just like, I don't know, a snow day or something like that, and he's like, Are you making fun of me with this list? I'm like, No, I'm not. Making fun of you. So, just fact. Yeah, they were just. I'm just pointing out how many things you worked on. <laughs> he just. Um, He's funny. He is funny, and I know very funny. him through your worst half. I guess your worst half, right? Is that the way he, to say it? Yeah, worst half. Your worst but half. He is the worst. <laughs> so he's both the worst and the worst half. Michael Komen. Yep. Who. I, uh, who he was co-creator of Eagle Heart. Yep. And co-creator of, of Nathan for You. Yep. And co-creator, is he co-creator of the Triumph show? He is. Yes, he's co-creator yes. of that. He's all yes, over the, the place. Tri- yep. He's all over the place. Um, he adores you, I should mention. Well, he's. As a, if you didn't already know that. Well, he's a very nice guy. He's, and well, I adore he him. He's very, pardon me? He's a, I adore him. I, that, that, it, now it's out there, it's on record, that he, that you just made his day. Um, yes. Yeah, he's, he is a very nice guy. He's he very is. calm. And no beard, either. No beard. No. Right? <laughs> he did, he had one, 
um, during the writer's strike. Okay. Because I remember I met his mom for the first time, and she was appalled. She did not like his beard. Buy but his everyone beard. had. That was a, it was a time of beards. I mean, everyone had a lot of beards then. Look, these writers, that sounds like a cheap excuse for half these guys to just right. be like, hey, it's a strike beard. I got no control yeah, right. over it. And then they're like, oh, I think I'll, strike's over. I think I'll keep it forever. Right. right. Yeah. And then it's fixed. Exactly. Then the next thing you see, they're 80 and they still have a beard. <laughs> I know. So. Uh, hey, uh, you know the right that uh, strike yeah. was about uh, 60 years ago. Yeah, you can, you can lose that strike beard at this point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Oh no. Now, my strike beard has slowly turned into a lazy writer's beard. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I think I'm going to keep it. Yes. All right. Okay. Now, Ellie Kemper, I'm going to ask you a couple questions for this All thing right. we do. It's this rapid-fire yeah. questions, and then I will okay, let you yeah. get on with your busy evening. Very busy. Okay. Busy. Okay, I, I hope I answer them rapidly. All I right, will, well, I will... get ready. Okay. I am, I am. What I is... actually just sat up. Okay. Okay. Well, you actually, you're taking it way too seriously. I know, I know, up. but I, I never do these things rapidly, so okay. I'm going to this time. All right, what is the dumbest purchase you've ever made? Um... I guess, um, not answering this one rapidly. Um, do you know, I probably shouldn't have purchased the Prius that I had been leasing for three years. Um, okay. Because it's, it's falling apart. All right. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Would you push Eric Clapton out of a hot air balloon or would you launch him into space? Um, I would, um, I don't want him, well, I don't want him to die, so I would launch him into space, okay. assuming he's in a spaceship with oxygen. Okay, that's okay. that's fair. What yeah. is the most well. popular movie you've never seen? Um, <laughs> I know the answer to this, and you'll maybe hang up the phone. It's uh, Star Wars. No, that's fine. I think that's oh. that's awesome. I know a lot of people. Oh. Julie Klausner has never seen Star Wars, nor she will she ever. No. What? Oh, she, that's on principle? Uh, just the kind of thing. At at this point, what are you going to do? You're going to go. No, what are, you're going to go watch Star Wars now. Do you know, know? To hear you say that to me, that just made me a thousand levels less anxious because that makes me feel great. There's no need for me to see that now. Thank you. You I've, just calmed me down. The movies I've never seen. I've never seen Titanic. You don't need to, though, right? But exactly, the ship sinks, yeah. I've, right. and they're all dead at this point anyway. Yeah. All of yeah. them, right? Yeah. Whether if they survive yeah. that thing, they're dead. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. I right. uh, yeah. I haven't seen Shawshank Redemption. Oh, is that a popular movie? It is. I guess it is. I, you know, Shawshank Redemption was on TV. I had mono in 11th grade, and it was on TBS every night. And so I have seen that movie about 11 times. Yeah, but that movie But again, you don't need to see it. They get out. I can see yeah. they climb through a sewer and they get out. They, and they're, but do you? My thing about Star Wars is that it's um, I don't know, it's like a cultural marker. What's the word I want to use? It's, yeah, it's a cultural marker. That's a good way of yeah. putting it. But it's also like, oh, you've seen it fifteen times. How about you've seen it fourteen times? Give me one of those viewings right. to myself, and then there's nothing to talk about here. I know. So. All right, let's yeah. see here. If you could have w less of one emotion, which one would it be? 
If I could have less of one emotion? Yeah. Anxiety. Anxiety. Okay. Yeah. What's the longest you've gone without sleeping? <laughs> yeah, it's not long. Uh, yeah, it's like, I don't, 15 hours. Wow, that is not long <laughs> at all. No, I, I like to sleep and I need to sleep. If I don't sleep, I get anxious and then it's a vicious cycle. There we go. I see. Yeah. <laughs> what is, wait, wait, if you were on the run, where would you hide? Oh, um, oh, well, if I were on the run, where would I hide? Well, I guess under a bridge. I, yeah. Under, but, that's awesome. Yeah. Under a bridge. Well, Just any bridge? Well, I know, the, re- the as I was saying it, I was I, I, if there were other people under the bridge, I feel like they'd be friendly enough because obviously they camp there sort of regularly. But uh, if, it, if I'm all alone, then it's sort of scary under the bridge. So I guess it would be uh, no. Oh, the the type of suspension bridge, the type of bridge does not matter. But I guess the people underneath would matter. Okay. So. All right. Oh wait, but I'm I'm trying to hide, so I don't want there to be people. I don't know. A, a bri- an abandoned bridge. And okay, an abandoned yeah. bridge. All right. <laughs> let's see. Who doesn't get their just desserts? Um, 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 uh, <laughs> the people under the bridge okay. that I'm hiding with, they deserve more. Yeah. Okay. The people, the kindly people under the bridge helping you yeah. when you're on the run. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and final one. What is the most embarrassing thing you've ever said to a celebrity? Oh, um, yeah. Oh, oh, I know. Uh, yes. Okay. This is, I went to the, um, night of, the night at the museum three. <laughs> night at the museum seven. I'm kidding. Night at the museum three. Uh huh. Uh, movie uh, screening. And Ben Stiller was there. And, um, and I was in like a situation where all of a sudden I was being introduced to him. And for, I've never met Ben Stiller and he's a, you know, worldwide movie star. Very mm-hmm. funny. He's a, you know, comedian all he's all of these things i know you know who ben stiller is and i met him and i and i said this is what i said oh hi ben i'm ellie kemper it was just so i don't know why i thought i could call him ben uh-huh. he didn't want uh-huh. to meet me I, I think i was just like distracted or i think I, I i think by by calling him ben i was entirely too familiar now wh- and, I, which part bothers you the most when you look i would say the o might be the Worst part yes. of that, as it if you were, as if you, as if he was, as if he was interrupting you. Yep. Yep. To say, <laughs> as if you're turning around, what? Who is? Oh, oh hi, Ben. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I yeah. guess you wanted to talk to me. Yeah. Yes, I'm Ellie Kemper, Ben. Yeah, I'll be with it, you in a second. Let me just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finish up over here. It was here. just so. It was, I can't, as, as it was happening, I thought, what's happening? Why Why am I acting so at ease and, and as though he is, you know, bothering me? That is. But I said many dumb things, but that's the first that popped into my Well, mind. that's really hilarious. That is. Well, that's. Oh. Oh, thank you, Tom. <laughs> oh, see, now you just, the O, you I need know. to work the O out of your system. I with need the O. The O strike is. Strike the O. Yeah, strike the O. Get it out. Yeah. Now, Ellie Camper, thank you so much for coming on the show. This was a total uh, joy, and the show is so great. It really, well, it really is. That's nice of you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me. I'm a huge fan of yours, and I'm a huge fan of your show. So, thank you very much for having me on. I really appreciate creepers, it. Creepers, creepers, like all that. So, creepers, creepers, she's <laughs> out of control. No. So, Ellie, people can watch it over at Netflix. Yes. The whole season's up. When do you start the second season? I don't know yet. 
I, they haven't told us, but not for a few months still. Okay. So I, I'll be better find something to do. So watch the first season. Don't watch it all yeah. super fast because you got to no. give a little bit of time to. It's because the next one's not going to be. It's not going to show up next week with thirteen more. No. So yeah, right. Take your time with it. Watch Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. And thank you, Ellie. I appreciate it. Thank you very much, okay. Tom. I hope you're well, and I'll I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Sounds great. I'll take care. Okay. Thank right. you. Okay. Bye. Bye. How's that, Mike? Good, right? She got all of her IMDb credits. It was Turtle who didn't get his. Jerry Ferrara got none. He didn't get Turtle. I think I think I even asked him Turtle, and he didn't get that. He thought it was uh, Think Like a Man Four. What's that? She almost didn't get Redeeming Rainbow, but she pulled it out. Who's good here, Mike? Two. Mike says two's good. Let's find out if two is indeed good. Best show, you're on the air. Oh, hi, Tom. Hi, who's this? Uh, hi, this is Kathleen from Chicago. Kathleen from Chicago. Yeah, hi. Uh, how are you tonight, Kathleen? Doing well, doing well. Chicago's nice. It's thawing out. If things thawed out here uh, a couple days ago, the snow finally melted. <laughs> Which, it was nice because I realized finally that uh, I wasn't living in the movie Fargo for once. <laughs> that every time you look out the window, it's not blinding white and just the, the most bleak, uh, blinding white, just dri- driving you to the point of just, uh, of, 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 you instantly feel down when it's that white. Yeah, and then there's this kind of liminal stage where as the snow is melting, it reveals all the gross stuff under it. Yeah. Did you have that, or did it melt very well, quickly that... enough that you avoided it? No, there was some of that where you just see, like, grimy mud and everything. You're just like, ugh, the mangled grass. You're like, this doesn't look... It's not like the snow melted and suddenly all this green showed up. All this dead grass was just laying underneath it the whole time. Right? <laughs> The promise of new life in the spring. Yes, the promise of... Well, look, the grass will come back to life. And then it'll be spring. Then it'll be too hot. Then it'll be nice. Then it'll be too cold. And then that'll happen a few more times. And then I will be dead. (laughs) You know, wishes... Hopefully many more times. Oh, Mike. Mike is the one. I tell you, this guy... I see the look sometimes. I tell you, I see the look. Sometimes the look, sometimes the look in his eyes says, I'm glad to see you, my friend. Other times the look says, I can't wait till they're throwing dirt on your body. Cause I'm taking over. As soon as you keel over, it's Mike 24-7. I see it. I see it. He can deny it all he wants. I see it. You should have seen him at these live shows. I never, I, I was so, people were cheering him. It was great. It was truly fantastic. I mean, I'm telling you, a full-on standing ovation from a room with oh, about almost 400 people in it, standing up and cheering for Mike. Well, I'm glad he got some kudos. Yeah, it was nice. But, uh, 
But now if you feel you've got a target on your back, maybe that's not so great. Now look, got to play it the way you play it. If I'm going to play, you know what it is? Like if you want a pet tiger, this is what you get. Not that Mike's my pet, but it's like when you mingle with like, you get the benefit of, of a tiger and you got to be ready to get your hand bit off. That goes that goes hand in hand, literally hand in hand, or hand and no hand, right? So Kathleen, what, like what's a mild mannered guy? He does seem mild mannered, but you know, I'll see mild mannered the Jinx. From what I've seen <laughs> in the trailers I've watched, the Jinx seems mild mannered. The the Jinx seems like that guy from Avatar who was the general from Avatar. Get a little bit of that vibe from the Jinx. So what, 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 what's going on tonight, Kathleen? Um, did you happen to see the book review that Patty Smith wrote in this past weekend's New York Times? I did not. What was it about? Um, she uh, reviews. She reviews a book um, uh, by a writer that she really admires and loves, and she describes meeting this author and oh. saying regrettably dumb things in the heat of the moment. Are you serious? I am serious. That makes me feel better. That makes me feel better. <laughs> you didn't just make that up, did you? I'll read it to you. It's, it's a short little paragraph out of this please, uh, review. Please do, because um, I humiliated myself going up to Patty Smith in an elevator saying the dumbest thing imaginable, asking her if back in the day she had seen Humble Pie live in concert. Um, so she's uh, reviewing a, a book of short stories by an Argentinian writer named um, Cesar Ira, and she says that she had a chance to meet him at a writer's conference in Denmark, and she says, I was so excited at his presence that I bounded his way like a St. Bernard. But once I reached him, all I could think to say, channeling my inner Chris Farley, was that he was awesome. Um, then I told him that an episode in the life of a landscape painter was a masterpiece. He seemed startled, if not bemused, and insisted it was nothing more than a small history. We fell just short of a brutally passive argument, and then it started to rain. I got to say, whatever they paid Patty Smith for that, she's got to give me 10% of it. Because I clearly inspired that, that anecdote. I brought that anecdote back to the surface again in her mind. I well, get it. Go after I mean, she buried it. It's, you know, it's a good, yeah. like, 20 paragraphs in. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I got to get a piece of, I need some of that New York Times money now. Now the next thing I'll do is go up to her and try to explain this to her. And then it'll only get weirder. What if she went up to that guy and she asked him if he had ever seen Foghat back in the day? What if that's what she asked this author? If back in the day he had ever seen Foghat. Then I would feel like we're all the same here in like life. Palms sweating. Palms sweating. Look, my palms are not sweating. I was strangely confident when I did this. That's the worst part of it. If I was covered in sweat, I would be like, I would be like, yeah, I'm off base. My body was trying to warn me. No, I was cool as a cucumber. Well, Kathleen, thank you so much for the call. Will I see you later this week in Chicago? I hope so. Are you going I hope so. to the I have show? To see if I can swing it. Oh, 
It's sold out. Try. It's sold out. You got to do know. tap. You got to tap dance now. You got to stub well, hub it. Chicago. If you hustle hard enough, you can get just about anything. You know, I guess I could just go around the venue and scrounge around and see what's available. But um, there's also a work issue, so. You need a miracle? You're going to go and say you need a miracle? <laughs> with a sign around my neck with my, you know, birthday. Say it's my birthday. And yeah, stuff. I need a, yeah. For your birthday, I need a miracle. Well, I hope I see you, Kathleen. Thank you so much, Tom. Thanks for the show. You should actually check. I think Lincoln Hall was giving tickets away like some final tickets check their check their twitter if you if you can i think they they i think i saw something online to that effect today so okay thanks i will i'll talk to you later okay who's good here mike one best show you're on the air hey tom this is jefferton from texas jefferton from texas What's up, Jefferton? Uh, not much. Enjoying the show. I had an example of another um, backhanded compliment like you and uh, Ellie Kemper were talking about. Let's hear it. Uh, I was in a production of Importance of Being Earnest my freshman year of college. It was my first, it was my, uh, first production at, this, at my college, and my mom came and saw it. And the only thing that she said to me after the show was that I, quote, had a lot of lines, end quote. I played Algernon in the play mm-hmm. that you had a lot of lines yeah had a lot of lines that was it wow that's a rough one that one <laughs> i can't argue i can't uh, i wish i could talk you out of it my freshman year of college i was very excited the production was being directed by the you know one of the the big professors there at the college and my mom just said i had a lot of lines <laughs> that's so oh Jefferson, did you did you ever talk to your mom about that? Um, not really, because then I also found out that about the same time there was a community theater production of How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and I, I turned that down. Wait, wait, what was there? Uh, a community theater production of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Just just let that phrase sink in for just a little bit. Yeah, I'm not crazy about that. <laughs> and I turned that down to do importance of being earnest. And then my mom was going around telling everybody that well, I turned, turned down. down. What, what are you, Ryan Gosling? You're turning stuff well, down? No, it's just there's not, there's only like. I'm a little, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Grinch, I don't know, uh, guys. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just going to have to pass on being in the Grinch. I got an opportunity to be in, uh, what was it, Flowers for Algernon? Yes, yeah, it was Flowers for Algernon. I played the, I played the rap. The rat? No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, no, she was going around telling everybody that I turned down the Grinch to play Ernest, but that was that was all she was saying. Like go, like Ernest goes to camp. Like yeah, like Ernest. Like when I first told her that I was cast in importance of being Ernest, she that was the first thing she said was wait, so like the go like you you go to jail in it? I was like no no no, it's the, the Oscar Wilde. I got to say this. Don't take this the wrong way, Jefferson. I want your mother to start calling the show. <laughs> your mother sounds I don't like really, oh, I don't oh. think you do. Like, I... oh look, I can hang up on her. First of all, <laughs> if she's giving me too much of a hard time, I'll I'll I'll, I'll hang up on her. I, I don't have to stand there <laughs> listening to it like you do. If she, if she's if she's if it gets too brutal, <laughs> if she says something mean to me. I'll just I'll just uh, I'll just gomp her here. 
So I'm, I'm not going to lie. That would be eminently satisfying. Well, get her to call. Uh, I, okay. Get your mom to call, Jefferton. <laughs> your marching orders have been presented to you. I, I appreciate that, sir. Thank you, buddy. Good guy, good guy. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm doing all right. Who's this? This is Sparkle Bomb from Buffalo, New York. Sparkle Bomb? Yep, all one word. Sparkle Bomb. How long have you had the name Sparkle Bomb? Since 2009. Mm. Uh, I started the band with this guy. I, would, I was nice enough to book a show for us, and he had the audacity to say, I really hate this name. And I was like, you know what? Just move to Brooklyn. Why don't you? Wait, so I just carried on. Who, 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 who came up with Sparkle Bomb? He did or you did? I did. You did? Yes. Yeah. And what, he was telling yeah, you to, he was telling you to lose it? Yeah, and uh the thing is is that we were making music forever mm-hmm. and uh he was moving away, so I thought I'd be nice and book a show, a going away show. And he goes, You really put that stuff on the flyer? I said, Yeah. Done, so move on. But Well look, ah, uh, you call yourself you call yourself whatever you want to call yourself. Yeah, you know I mean name what what's his name craig mike Ugh. i've never met one mike i've liked my whole life <laughs> makes sense, right? makes never sense. met one i'm telling you my whole life yet to meet <laughs> one that didn't just give me the heebie-jeebies <laughs> 10 times out of 10 TV. No, Mike's a good guy. My, my AP Mike is a good guy. This Mike you you associate with sounds like tr- a pile of trash. Yeah, he's human garbage. Uh, I wish I knew your Mike. Um, I'm happy for you. Really, I am. Uh, I was be, calling because I, uh, I just wanted to tell you a, a really weird little story about how I got into your show, which was actually recently right after you back let's hear uh, it let's hear it <laughs> haven't had the internet for a long time uh long story doesn't matter uh i'm in bed with my boyfriend i'm reading a book he's on his computer doing whatever the freak you weren't and bragging there like, saying no. you're reading a book were you <laughs> no because like i i was so bored that i was reading a book in bed. Wait, with is my that is, this isn't this isn't uh, uh, we don't uh, this is not love lines here, madam. We're not looking for uh, for your uh, for your boudoir uh, uh, stories. No, I'm I'm kidding. Right. I'm kidding. Like, Just go ahead. The wrong number. I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> so you're in bed. You're reading a book. Yeah, and it's like you know, uh, I I really got to listen to this thing right now. Uh, you're not going to like it at all. Uh, it's the thing I used to be into, and it came back, and I'm like, okay, here we go. Well, why would he so say that? Why down. would he say that? You're not going to like know it. Why he that's, half say the, that. that's half the battle with this thing, what? man. That's half the battle with this thing. Uh, you wouldn't like it. Everybody should like this thing, this show. Well, guess what? Urgh. He uh, 
you turned me on if you're if you're picking up what I'm putting down, Tom. And uh, yeah, I broke up with him soon thereafter, but I've been listening to your show ever since. And jeez, uh, it was one of the nicest things you ever did for me. We'll see, I call you and tell you that. You know what, Sparkle Bomb? I appreciate it, and I salute you and all the people of Buffalo. I hope for your sake that John Bon Jovi does not buy the bills and take them to Toronto. I know that. Thank you so much for saying that. I know everybody in Buffalo is is worked into a frenzy that he's going to do that. <laughs> is that true? Right? That's true. Yeah, I'm actually a transplant. I'm not from Buffalo. I moved here for some music stuff, but uh, I've heard a, a lot about the the Jovi. You moved to that. Buffalo for the music scene. From where? Well, where were was, you before? A On a houseboat. I, I'm. I'm from Syracuse, New York. All right, no, fair enough. Fair enough. You're from Syracuse. That is, you did move in the right direction. (laughs) I thought you might live on an ice flow. Well, Sparkle Bomb, thank you so much for the call. I appreciate it. Thanks, Tom. Good talking. You have a grand evening. Thanks. Bye. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. This is Corey in Providence, Rhode Island. Corey in Providence, Rhode Island. What's up, Corey? Did you hear about uh, Guy Fieri making nachos in a garbage can? No, I didn't. Uh, do I really want to know? Do I really want to hear about it? Is this like I, is this like uh, eight millimeter where I I do have the option of unhearing it? Uh, I just thought it was like you said, diners and dumpsters. Cheers. Did he hang up? Fair enough. Guy knew what guy 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 read the room on that one. He hung up on himself. Guy Fieri. It's almost time for us to loop back and start liking this guy again. You know what I mean? I mean, look, sure he makes trash food and he's poisoning America and he looks like uh he looks like a lab creation, uh, combining a, uh, 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 uh like a, uh, the singer of, uh, Smash Mouth crossed with what? Like a marmoset? Is that right? That's kind of what he looks like a little bit. And he's got a ton of money now for, for doing nothing that adds to the planet at all. And he, uh, and he he celebrates uh he celebrates bad food to a degree that creates an unhealthy climate where people are slowly killing themselves and he's also the man who came up with uh the phrase donkey sauce unironically ooh hey scott you want to come in You're just going to watch, though. You're just going to watch. Just going to sit. Scott's helping out, so I want... He's he's here helping out, so I want him to see the magic. Quiet as a church mouse, though. Shh. Put the headphones on. Are they there? Are they headphones? They're not plugged in. Here, let's... Let's set you up. You know what I'm going to say? You should. We'll set you up. We'll play a record and we'll set you up. 
this is probably a waste of your time watching me if you can't hear the calls. When I play a record, we'll set you up. Thank you. Best show you're on the air. Hey, Tom. Hey, who's this? This is Jesse in Las Vegas. Jesse in Las Vegas. What's up, Jesse? Hey, I wanted to uh, see if you would be willing to help me pick an NBA team to follow next year. Sure. Um, I'm mostly a baseball fan, so I don't really know a whole lot about the NBA, but I want to sport for when baseball is not going on. And I don't really have any natural geographic rooting uh, interests. All right. You're in Las Vegas. Yeah. How did you end up? Are you uh, a native of Las Vegas? No, I moved here from Nebraska. What led to that move? Uh, It was a work thing. All right. And what are you, a card counter? What do you do for a living? (laughs) No, I'm, I'm in insurance. When there's nowhere else to run, right? The music of yeah. your city. Is there room for one more sun? Is it sun or song? One more sun. You know that song, right? I actually don't. If you can't hold on. You don't know that song? No. Do you know, are we human or are we dancer? My mind is open. You don't know that song? No. Name one band from, name name a band from. Oh, the Killers? Yeah, yeah. It's only one band. Okay, yeah, not, I've never really listened to them. You only got one band. You sit there and yawn, heartache, waiting on some beautiful boy to to save you from your own ways. You beg resistance, watch him now, here he go. He doesn't look a lot like Jesus, a buddy. Talks like a gentleman, like you imagined when you were young. Right? When you... We're young. You know what comes next, right? Well, sometimes you close your eyes and see the place where you used to live. When you were young. I like having a cold. I like singing when I have a cold. Sounds, uh, sounds, uh, got some, 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 some heft to the, to my voice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So you want to root for a basketball team? Yeah. What baseball team do you root for? The Arizona Diamondbacks. No, the Royals. And when did you start rooting for them? October? No, 2013. Okay, look. Why don't you root for the Oklahoma City Thunder? Yeah. Midwest Values. Yeah, I'm going to say that's a team you should root for. Oklahoma City Thunder okay. or the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay. You're, you, you're not ready for a big city team. I, I don't want a big city team. So go with so the, that, the, the Royal, uh, the, no, you already root for the, go for the Bucks, the Milwaukee Bucks or the, or the Oklahoma City Thunder. Well, the Thunder are really good, right? 
They are, and the buck the bucks are are pretty good, and they're going to get better. Okay, I, I like I like teams that are scrappy and have character, and you know lose a lot for a little while, and then they get really good. So, yeah, well, I think I think the bucks go with the bucks. Sure, I think that's a okay. good fit for you. Okay, thanks, Tom. Thanks, buddy. Bye. 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 I don't know if anybody saw the cover of a Ghetto Blaster magazine. I'm on the cover of it. Holy moly. What happened with that? The cover of Ghetto Blaster magazine, which you can get at, uh, where, where can you get Ghetto Blaster magazine? It's crazy. Big article on the best show. Did you see that, Mike? I'm on the cover of Ghetto Blaster magazine. What? You are? Yeah, I am. You get it at, uh, at uh, independent stores, or you get it over at ghettoblastermagazine.com. Mike wants to know if Quick Check can have it. No, Mike, at this point, the only magazine you can buy at Quick Check is uh, they sell one of those ones that sells boats. Like that circular that sells boats. Don't even get up anymore. Just shouts it at me. I tell you, it's next. Guy gets a standing O. Guy gets a standing O. Now he don't, don't even get it. Now he don't stand. He gets a standing O, and it's Mike gets a standing O, and then it's standing comma no. Went a long way for that one, but. Best show, you're on the air. Sorry about that. My cummerbund alarm went off. Your, your cummerbund alarm. Yes. You have an alarm attached to your cummerbund? Did I not just say that? Well, I'm questioning the, 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 it's, it's a, it's a crazy thing to have. Maybe you're a crazy thing to have. Uh, <laughs> I know who this is. No, you don't. There's no way. No, I definitely know who this is. Who? It's, uh, Zachary Brimstead. In the what? In the flesh. In the his house. In the his house, okay. Say it. Don't spray it. It's Zachary Brimstead. Zachary Brimstead Esquire. Right, right. And in, in the his house. Thank you. And what song was that? Thank you. Ugh. What song was on your cummerbund alarm? That was Old MacDonald Had a Deformed Farm by Lunch Break. Why? So you have a barbershop. For people who don't know, Zachary Brimstead, Esquire, yes. is a barbershop quartet singer. Who, I'm the king of barbershop, you munch. He's the king of barbershop. He is... Um, Thank you. Oh, boy. <laughs> you you are a handful. This thank you has caught on like I'm... Someone else does that? I've heard it around. I just, oh. I gotta stop doing it then. Yeah, so you are a barbershop quartet singer. Yes. 
and you uh, you were in a band called Barbershop Sweat for a while. That's correct, yes. And then I, I think they, they broke up or something, and then... There was Barbershop Punk. Barbershop Punk, and you were kind of trying to crack open Barbershop. I sure was, and I sure did. But now I'm in a new one. What's that? Barbershop Prague. <laughs> Wait, what are you... You're in a band called Barbershop Prague. I sure am. Well, I have an album coming out called Tales of Prog-Organic Oceans. Tales of Prog-Organic or Ocean. Rolls, rolls off the tongue, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, It's your album and you couldn't say it. Maybe that's how you say it. With a little, with a little hitch in your voice there? Maybe. Maybe that's the new thing that all the kids are doing. We're, we're hitching it up. So to have a vocal hitch like that, barbershop yeah, prog. It's better than having that having that vocal modulator that you have. <laughs> I do not talk through a voice modulator. Oh, hey, look. What? I don't have long to deal with your trifle, so I'm going to take the lead in this conversation. <laughs> oh, my. <clears throat> okay, take the lead. Okay, well, look, I'm trying <clears throat> to find this particular song to sing at a wedding this weekend. You're singing at a wedding. I am. Okay. I think it's by the Brothers Gibb. Okay. But I'm having mucho difficulty finding it on iTunes. All right. I'm 90% certain it's on their album Sizes Size and Everything. So the Bee Gees have an album called Size Isn't Everything. Mid-90s. Okay. The song goes like this. Are you ready? Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Maybe I can help place it for you. Okay. Oh, girl, bitch, I come into the party and the first thing that crosses my mind is... Who am I going to fudge first? Who am I going to fudge first? Who am I going to fudge for? Oh, I don't like that at all. Oh, you know what? Now that I think about it, it might be on Still Waters. Okay. I don't think it's on any Bee Gees album. Oh. Come on! Come on! What? Wait, where are you? I'm at Wet Knockers, that new erotic car wash on Route 1437. Ew. What? I don't like that at all. Well, I don't like the guy in front of me. He's being a real winkle dip. He's a winkle, okay. Yeah, he's just sitting there doing God knows what. At this erotic car wash. Yeah, move it along, buddy. Come on. Oh, my goodness. What? It's Mike Rutherford. Mike Rutherford from Genesis? Yes. He's at he's at the erotic car wash. He is, yes. Okay. Uh, that's I I did not think he was. I thought he would be in England somewhere, let alone in at, in uh, Newbridge at an erotic car wash. Oh yeah, he lives there. All the guys in Genesis own property in Newbridge. Really? Oh yeah. I did like not... uh, Phil Collins, he owns Los Enemies. Okay. That Mexican restaurant that's driving Los Amigos out of business? He owns it. Yeah. I didn't know that. 
Oh, yeah. Let's go, Mike. Surely you can do that at home. Ew. ZB has needs, too. I don't want to even know what goes on. Is that the... Sounds like a second horn. Yeah, ZB has two horns. Out! What's that? Oh, wait, he just hung up. All right, that was the hardest call to process. But 80 things happened in there. I, uh, amongst the, he has a prog album coming out of prog barbershop. And there's the crack of the, yet again. Was that even you? No. Wasn't even Mike. That's what goes on. You, you get blamed for things you didn't do, just like the jinx. You get, you get blamed for ones you didn't even do. Just like the jinx. Mike and I are going to break the jinx out of jail. Ocean's 14. Me, Mike, and 12 other guys and gals. Right? We'll break the jinx out. We're coming for you, jinx. I knew you'd come for me, Mike. Yeah. What we'll do is we'll build a fake prison. And the guards will show up to the fake prison when they go to check in at work. And then eventually they all show up in the fake prison but can't get out. And then we just walk into the real prison and then we break out the jinx. Thanks, Mike. I knew you'd, I knew you had my back. Hey, I'm looking out for you, jinx. Who the heck is that outside my cell? It's me, jinx. AP Mike. Oh. Never. No one left behind. No one left behind. AP Mike. I got you, Jinx. Climb on my back. Hey, Mike, how are we supposed to get past the laser beams? If we trip one of them, the thing goes off. Climb on my back and watch this. It'll be like that Catherine Zeta-Jones movie. AP Mike, you magnificent SOB. You did it again. But now I'm afraid I'm going to have to kill you. Because <laughs> I have a bloodlust. That is quite insatiable. Don't you mean insatiable? Sure, I'll let you correcting me be the last thing you do on this, on this planet. Now go fetch my knife. Yes, Jinx. Somebody wrote on Twitter, tonight there's going to be a jinx break. Tonight there's going to be a jinx break. I know people have pointed it out a hundred times already, but when they say, like, there's going to be a jailbreak somewhere in this town, is, um, my, I would probably put my money down on that the jailbreak would happen at the jail. Somewhere in this town there's going to be a jailbreak. Really? Somewhere? Yeah, the laundromat? Should we check the laundromat, fill in it? 
I don't know. Let's check. It's somewhere in this town. I got word it's somewhere. Tonight there's going to be a jinx break. Guys, I want to tell you all about this hot record, man. Hot stuff. Klaus Johan Grobe. We are going to listen to it right now. It's on uh, Trouble in Mind. Take a listen. Here we go. How good was that? Klaus Johann Grobe. The name of the album. Im Sin Der Zeit. Trouble in Mind just put this out. What a great record. They are from Switzerland. So good. The name of the song was Between the Buttons. Klaus Johann Grobe. You can come in. You want to come in, Scott? He's been helping. He's here. You can sit there. I think it might be headphones there. Does that work? Good. Alright. Who's good here, Mike? Four. Mike says four is good. Best show you're on oh. Best show you're on the air. Hi, who's this? This is Max from Queens. Max from Queens. What's up, Max? I actually want to talk about, I went to my first NBA game a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Uh, it was at Barclays Center. It was the Nets versus the Hornets. And after that game, I think I'm really a Hornets fan. Uh, my friend, he's from North Carolina, and he pitched the game to me as, you know, the two teams fighting for the, the bottom spot in the division. But, you know, it wasn't very competitive of a game at all. The Hornets immediately got, like, a 30-point lead. And then they kept it for just the entire game. You know, I I liked it. I thought it was a fun game anyway. I'd never been to a basketball game. But uh, I think that's just giving me some respect for the Hornets in a way. Sounds good to me, man. You want to root for the Hornets, you go root for the Hornets all the live long day. Nothing wrong with that. All right. Thanks, Tom. I'm not trying. What, what do I sound like? Uh, uh, my uh, Mod Rashad here, trying to do basketball talk. Yeah, it's like the basketball. If you want to talk about basketball, point. Let's 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 keep them to a minimum. Best show. You're on the air. Oh, I'm right now. Yes. Oh, hi Tom. Hi, who's this? This is Anthony from Brooklyn. Anthony. From Brooklyn, what's up, Anthony? Well, I uh, I uh, write about television, and the other day I got a, a media kit, 
I thought you might be interested in. Okay. It's the uh, comedians starring Billy Crystal and Josh Gad. Billy Crystal has a new show on FX called The Comedians. And it's uh, him and uh, the guy who plays, uh, 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 what was he on? Uh, he was in Book of Mormon, Josh Gad, yep. right? Yep, and a lot of 1600 uh, pen jokes for all the people who watch that on NBC. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, uh, it's, uh, it's astonishing. Uh, astonishingly, I mean, astonishingly great? It feels like you've taken some horrible drug when you're watching it. It's it it doesn't make any sense in any way we understand how TV is supposed to work. Does he play Billy Crystal on it? Yeah, he play, he very much plays Billy Crystal. Is he called Billy uh, on it? He's Billy, and uh, the the concept is originally he's supposed to be Billy and Billy. He's going to play off himself. So there's a the opening scene as he's doing all the parts in the uh, diner scene in uh, uh, the what do you call it the movie with Meg Ryan. Yeah, when uh, Harry met Sally, and you know, it's met, not, yeah. first of all, it's not a diner. You know better than that. It's Katz's Deli. Come on. R.I.P. Sorry. R.I.P. <laughs> Would they go out of business in the last week and a half? That place is still going strong. <laughs> what kind of critic but, uh, are you? Well, they well, not a critic. No, I write about the, the business side. The, the business. business. So you yeah. write about the where is it, would you would you care to tell us where any of this is? Can you? Well, you know, it's a trade, so I write about the advertising side of it. So you got a, a promo kit for this new show, which starts in April, called The Comedians. Yeah. Where Billy Crystal is doing like a sketch show or something? It's a, yeah, it's a sketch. It, so it's it's the meta thing where it's... Uh, you get to the point where you're like, I'm, I'm not sure why the show itself exists, but I really don't understand why the show within the show exists. Mm-hmm. Because it's... it's him and uh, Josh Gad, and they don't like each other because Josh Gad is disrespectful. He makes a lot of old people jokes, mm-hmm. and Billy Crystal just doesn't just doesn't get Josh Gad's comedy, and um, so a lot of misunderstandings happen along the way. And uh, uh, I, I think the best way probably to characterize how the whole thing works is I think it's the third or fourth episode uh, where there's an extended scene that's almost torn out of like a the money python bit. It's just projectile vomiting and it happens again and again and again and it, it never gets any better and uh, it uh, segues into like a whole It's why they call me Buddy, 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 buddy. Oh. Guys talking about it never gets any better. 
it just goes, the show just goes on and on and on. Look. Do I think the show's going to be a hot pile of trash? Yeah, I do. This Billy Crystal new show. It's going to be, it's going to be awful. Am I, am I dying to see it? Yes. Can't wait. Can't wait. Cannot wait to have him back on my TV every week. But that dude, first of all, spoilers, he's spoiling stuff. You don't do that. It's bad form, chief. Secondly, he wouldn't own where he writes. I don't like that. You're going to talk the talk. You walk the walk. You uh, you put All the rest of us are putting our names and, 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 and identities out there. This guy's acting like uh, like it's uh, Watergate. He's moving in shadows. Can't tell everybody about the the thing he works on. He writes for the trades. Thirdly, he's getting press kit. I get, I'm getting nothing. I don't get sending this clown things for the comedians. He ain't sending me nothing. I get nothing. I'm telling you, man. I gotta start getting some free stuff with this. Where's my press kits? Where's my invites? I get no invites. I get no invites to nothing on this show. Back on the island. Back on the island. All alone. Be me and Mike chasing each other around. We'll look at each other. He looks like a hot dog. I look like a hamburger. We're chasing each other around the island. We gotta step this up, man. You gotta tell, people gotta support this show. I'm shocked at the lack of support when I see, when I, I see people say, and look, we're coming off four sold out shows at the Bell House. I know we got you guys doing it. I appreciate it so much. You're all, you're all rock solid. I need the casual people again. Should I just start giving the number out on Twitter, Mike? Try to just get some people who don't know what they're calling. Yeah, people should just tweet 201-332-3484. Say, be on the, call this show, 201-332-3484. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. Hi. Hi, this is Scott from Cape Cod. How you doing tonight? Scott from Cape Cod. What's going on tonight, buddy? Nothing much. I just wanted to uh, thank you personally. You left a, uh, a voice message for our podcast mm-hmm. talking about the best show, and uh, I think it really came out well. I really uh, appreciate the help. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky plug. I won't sneaky name it. Sneaky plug. I won't name it if you no, don't no, want no. To. Oh, you're in the red zone. Punch it in, man. You took it all. You went 90 yards down the field. <laughs> Punch well, in. What's the a, name of the podcast? We do a, a, a podcast called Hitting Play. Okay. And uh, we normally just review single episodes of TV shows and things like that, but I really uh, wanted to get a Best Show episode out there. And, uh, you know, your help was uh, definitely appreciated. We also got, um, you were talking about 
Ghetto Blaster magazine. We got uh, Andrew calling in from uh, <clears throat> from that magazine and uh, Wally Wackerman and Dave from Knoxville and some other great people. So it was really cool. Wow, real who's who there. <laughs> real. Felt like I was at the Oscars for a second. Yes, yes. list. Me, Wally Wackerman, Dave from Knoxville, and the guy from Ghetto Blaster magazine. And uh, Evan right. from real, uh, real Am I Right? Real who's that? <laughs> right? Yes. But it's, so it's a tribute to the best show or, so, or something? A rock, rotten rule? What is it? Well, yeah, your your interview with Mr. Clontel we talk largely about and uh, kind of give a brief history of the best show. You were talking about support. We kind of wanted to give support in the only way that we really could oh, and uh, try to get some new you listeners are so to the show. Smooth. You are so smooth. You're smooth, and I love it. I love it. <laughs> I don't think I sound smooth right now. I think I sound very nervous. Oh, you're doing great. I'm ready to buy whatever. I'm ready to listen to this podcast. (laughs) You sold me. It's called Hitting Play? Yes, that's what it's called. So people should check it out. I wanted to ask you, we we try to do some things that maybe people haven't heard before, like uh, we did the Conan O'Brien pilot called Look Well with Adam West. Had you ever heard of that? Yeah, yeah, I've, I've I've seen Look Well. Sure. It's really very funny. It was uh, Conan O'Brien did it with Robert Smigel? Yeah, and uh, I was just wondering, did, do you have any uh, episode or anything like that that you could recommend that we watch? Of like a of like a lost show or something? A lost show, or maybe just an underappreciated show? Yeah. Um. I don't know. Maybe episode four of the comedians. From what I hear, uh, there's a lot of projectile vomiting in it, <laughs> according to Deep Throat, who uh, called me a little earlier. He blown the lid off of it. Now I, uh, I'll think of something. I'll think of something. I got one quick uh, celebrity story. Uh, embarrassing things. Uh, real quick, this, I have uh, this topic. I've uh, I deleted, my friend. It is expired. Okay, I'm for sorry you, to hear that. For you, I'll give, give me give me a little t- t- a teaser here. Give me a taste of of, right, of your celebrity, your embarrassing celebrity encounter. Real real quick, this was uh, I met Scott Zolak. He was the backup quarterback for the New England Patriots in the mid '90s, I guess. Wait, and you met Scott Zolak? I did. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm and, never gonna. Uh, I'm never gonna wash these ears <laughs> from having heard secondhand a guy talking about meeting the second string quarterback from the New oh, England the, Patriots in the '90s. This was a room full of celebrities. Uh, Cedric Maxwell was there. Very good. Okay. The Celtics. Um, nobody really wanted to shake my hand. Uh, Scott Zolak. I went up to him. He was busy on his phone, and I, I said, uh, "Oh, hi, Scott. I'm Scott. I'm Scott." Oh, and I stammered like that too. Yeah, I just, that's a bad one. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Hi, Scott. I'm Scott. As if he was going to say, "Oh, wait a minute. No, you're referring to me, not yourself." Yeah. As if he's going to start. He's going to now just start pontificating on how cool the name Scott is. <laughs> oh, Scott, what are we going to do with you? Uh, I don't know. Well, look. Thank you for doing this uh, podcast, uh, paying tribute to Rock Run Rule. I I'm flattered by that, and. uh I can't wait to check it out. Thanks, Tom. We love the show, and we can't thank you enough for uh, giving us a, a moment of your time. 
Wow, you're sweet to say that. You have a great night. You too. All right. You know, I'm realizing we don't have enough of them on this show. Got to put a top. I'm going to put a topic up. And this is based on something I saw with my own eyes. I'm walking down uh, through Broadway. That's right. I'm walking down Broadway a few weeks ago. <clears throat> and this was at night. And I somehow timed this perfectly to have walked past the theater where Larry David is doing that show, his Broadway show. And I swear to you, I walked by the second that that show, the second the crowd was all waiting around the theater, the, like the, 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 the doors for the stars to come out. I saw Larry David walk out I'm just walking by this crowd. Suddenly there's Larry David, and I just took a picture. I'm five feet away from him. As he leaves the theater, he's signing autographs. And somebody said to him, because people are yelling, Larry, Larry, Larry. And he's being very cordial, signing stuff for people. And this one guy... Larry was saying this. He's like, so so what do you think of the show? And I swear to you, some guy said... Some guy said to him, pretty, pretty good. I thought it was pretty, pretty good. Skin crawling. This is not... And look, that was not... What the topic I'm putting on the table is called, you can do better. When are, when, when are the times when you've looked back and you're just like, yeah, I can do better than that. I should, I should be, I should hold myself to a higher standard. And I'm going to fold this into, because I know a lot of people have a hard time talking about stuff. Embarrassing. So for the rest of the show, you can, not give your name when you call. Because you will not be making your, your confessions to this on the best show. You will be in a bowling alley. Bowling alley confessions and apologies for the next hour. It's just me and you sitting in a bowling alley. Bowling alley confessions and apologies. Because I have some apologies I want to make. And you, you call up, you make a confession, I'll make an apology. We're just sitting in a bowling alley. Eating french fries out of one of those little boats. Maybe we should have washed our hands after we put them in bowling balls that don't belong to us. But we didn't. We're just 
people hanging out at a bowling alley for the next hour bowling alley confessions and apologies we'll take these calls these people were clearly not teed up for bowling alley confessions and apologies so we will not expect that of them but what I will do now which I have to do every week that's right spin the wheel of crystal let's see where we land when we spin of the wheel of crystal oh hold on no we're out of the bowling alley and now we are on the boardwalk spinning the wheel of crystal if you would only spin wheel of crystal please for the love of God, would you spin? Please, I'm begging you, Wheel of Crystal. I whispered to the president, as Mantle said, I like women with small hands. Makes my dick look... Oh. Jack Rollins came to see me at Catch <laughs> All right. That one was for Mike. All right, let's get a family-friendly spin on the Wheel of Crystal. Hey, lines in the first few moments of the film. And I worried that the women in the room, especially Merlin, might find it offensive... There's only a few more, I whispered to the president, as Mantle said. Okay. I think we probably heard the beginning of the last clip with that one. One more spin of the Wheel of Crystal. Times Square, you get drunk, tell someone you love them and throw up on their shoes. Okay. Enough of the Wheel of Crystal. Let's take some calls. These calls better be good. We're moving fast because for the rest of the show. That's right. Bowling Alley, Confessions and Apologies. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, Tom. How's it going? Oh, it's going all right. Who's this? Oh, I'm not sure if I want to give my name. Oh, boy. Just give your name, Wally Wackerman. <laughs> Wally Wackerman, that's yeah. right. You couldn't stop. How you doing? Uh, a week ago, a week ago, uh, we talked about you going away for 21 years. And oh, I, th- I thought that just applied uh, to my new little uh, half-sister. Half-sister? Well, you know, if you want to look at it that way, we were, you know... You're not related. Was, You're not related. half-created half by the same guy who no. created me, so... No, I refuse to follow... I refuse to equate a human... A human... With, with you, Wally. No offense to you. I realize okay, about puppets can... and everything. I couldn't respect puppets more. Well, but I, 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 this is my worst nightmare, Wally. Okay, we'll, tr- we'll drop we'll, that line of logic. What's going to happen is table. what's going to happen is the guy who whose arm you're on. This is my worst nightmare. Uh-huh. He forgets wh- he forgets which one is which, <laughs> and then suddenly. 
starts feeding the puppet, starts feeding you, and you're covered in baby food. Oh, no. I don't like that at all. And then next thing, I'm in court. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up, Wally? Well, not not too much. You know, I, I wanted to uh, call. You know, I'm very happy for the show to be back. It's You know, you've been doing great. I know I don't have to tell you, but, uh, you know, it's been a while since we talked. I think, uh, you know, the, the, the second to last show on FMU was the last time we, we uh, got to talk. And, um, yeah, you know, I wanted to call. And uh, I could actually turn this into something uh, related to the topic. I was on hold before, but I think I can make it work. Really? You can yeah, make this so, work? Yeah. So, um, you know, that, that uh, gentleman, Scott, mentioned that I called in for his podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've called into this podcast, uh, this radio show and podcast. A lot. I've been on your show plenty of times. Yes. But I think I can do better. You think you, you know can how? do better? You mean like you can call a better show? No, no, no. I can't call a better show than this. But uh, let me ask you, do you do you have a computer with you? I do. Can you open iTunes? Should I? What, 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 where are we going with this? <laughs> I can cut to the chase if you want. Okay. Okay, if you would do a search... On Wally Wackerman. I'm going to, iTunes. where am I going to? The iTunes store? The store, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm typing in Wally Wackerman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> I, it just auto-completed. What, really? And it just said, it just said, are you sure? <laughs> is what oh, it asked boy. me. iTunes just asked me, are you sure this is what you want? And then iTunes just said, there's no going back. Oh. I've never seen a big flashing red button that I've warning me not to click. Well, now I'm clicking it. The Wally Wackyman Pup Cast. <laughs> there it is. So, well, everyone, podcasting, we're, we're full now. We're full. <laughs> there's no more room left. Wally Wackerman has a podcast. Uh, there must be some other thing we you can jump onto, some other form <laughs> of, enter, of entertaining people. Maybe the Vine videos or something, or or maybe just street performing. Because podcasting, we are we are at maximum capacity right now. There is. <laughs> so while go ahead, you sorry. What I asked you a while back, you approved. I got your approval. I'm sure I must have. You must have caught me. <laughs> I wouldn't have done it otherwise. So you're blaming me for this, then? Is no, what I'm you're saying? saying you know, I'm complicit you, in this. If you don't approve now, I it's mean, too late. I mean, Look, I, I, it's too I late. Get your approval, so you know. Fair enough. I want to be. I want us to be all cool. Fair like, enough, Wally. Fair enough. So, what is the Wally Wackyman Pupcast? Well, the one episode that's on, you know, for, for listeners of this show, it's going to be kind of redundant. It's, it's a basic introduction to me and who I am and my history, and that includes a lot of the show and all that. Uh, but going forward, I'm hoping to get, you know, guests from the puppetry field from all walks of life, from, you know, professionals to people just starting out, and, uh, you know, hear their stories and their advice to other people who want to get by in the field, and just learning all about, you know, different people's backgrounds in puppetry, and and how they got where they are and uh, where they're going and anything they like to plug and stuff like that. That's that that sounds like you you know what I'm going to say, Wally. Mm-hmm. I was down on this 
podcast when I first saw this. Then I was really down on it when you started explaining it. Uh-huh. And then as you went on more, I got incredibly down on it. Oh, no. And I contemplated just letting you have this equipment to do it. Because I might be out. But then, you, you, sir, have found a new wrinkle here. You're talking to puppeteers. Sure, and maybe some other puppets, too, depending on if they're willing to come out. All right, well, that's the troubling part of oh, it. That sounds <laughs> like... the chart. You should put some sort of... You should... Before you go forward talking to other puppets... Uh-huh. Just watch it. Watch, tread lightly, my friend. Sure, yeah. Okay, just make sure I'll, you know I'll, who I'll, these other puppeteers the are. Make sure you know who these other puppeteers I don't want you ending up in in, in a, a bottom of a well. Uh, well, I certainly don't like, want that either. <laughs> yeah. Just, I don't want you ending up just like, this is the, this is not what I want to hear, Wally, to you and your, your, uh, owner or whatever you call him, your mm. half yeah, father, okay. your stepfather, apparently, <laughs> since he's your, yeah, my dude, since my dude, your dude. Um, I don't want some guy saying to you, now you're my puppet. And then oh, like no. making you like, 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 uh, operate, like, it'd be like Tropic Thunder. You'll be putting shows on. You'll be doing Wally Wackerman out in the middle of the woods. Uh, right? Scary. Just watch scary your, no, no remotes. No remotes. They come to you. Okay. That's all I'm asking. I, look, you know puppeteers. That's a noble and, 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 and a profession that has been going on for centuries. Yeah, one of the oldest art forms there is. Yes, the art of, but you know what is another art form? The art of uh, murder is also, Yikes. that's also been going on for a little longer than puppetry. I've never thought of that as an art form. So, well, some people do consider it an art form. I don't. You don't. Okay. But there's someone no. out there who would consider it an art form, and they would, so they might, the Venn diagram of murderers and puppeteers you don't want who's in that middle of that Venn diagram. I, I, and I don't want the other side. Just you don't want, yeah, fair enough. You don't want any of that one circle. That's fair. But the other part of the, the other part of the circle is not what's going to draw you in. It's that middle section that's going to draw you in. Yeah, yeah, sure. You want, you watch your step, my friend. I will. Tread lightly. Okay. Tread lightly. All right. Uh, and everybody should check this. And then somebody just put up a picture. Is this actually a picture of you and my guest tonight, Ellie Kemper? Yeah, yeah. We met at uh, San Diego Comic-Con a few uh, few years back. It's you and Ellie. Oh, my goodness. With the, with the Eagle Heart crew. Yeah. Oh, Wally. I'm rooting for you, buddy. I appreciate I'm it. I'm rooting for you. you know, wow. Right everybody should check out. Everybody should check out the Wally Wackyman Pup Pupcast. Yeah, please do. Subscribe. Mm -hmm. All that stuff. Stuff for promotion. Yay. Yeah, check it out. I'm 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 giving you the blessing. That that means the world to me, Tom. Thank you so much. And I'm truly tr concerned that you're going to go interview some guy at a cabin. <laughs> I'm going to keep it away from cabins, right? I'm crossing that off my I'm list a, right now. No. I'm cabin. a puppeteer. Welcome to my cabin, Wally. Would you like some tea? Drink your own bottled water when you go on these, uh, when you go to do these interviews. Okay? All right. Okay. 
Thanks, buddy. Thank you, Tom. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Bye. Best show, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Oh gosh. Uh hi. hi. Um what do I what do I do? What do you do? You just talk to Tom. You're talking to Tom right now. Oh my gosh. Hi, Mr. Sharpling. What's your what's your name, madam? Um, I'm Kirsten. You're Kirsten? Where are you calling from, Kirsten? Um, I'm calling from Scotland. From Scotland? Really? Yeah. Hi. What time is it in Scotland right now? <laughs> Three twenty two AM. 322. Well, how, how did you find the best show over in Scotland? Um, I feel a little guilty for saying this because I want to be like, oh, I knew Tom Sharpling before he voiced so-and-so, but uh, a little cartoon called Steven Universe. That's fine. Look, that's the thing I Is do it? a voice on, a cartoon. It's a great cartoon on Cartoon Network that I do a voice on. That's awesome yeah. if that brings you to the best show. That's very flattering. <laughs> You'll never guess what state I'm from, though. Newbridge? New Jersey. You're from New Jersey? Yep. How did you end up in Scotland? <laughs> My mom's Scottish. She took us all back, like, in 2009. Hmm. Yeah, I'm studying here now. All right, all right. Yeah. That's awesome. I just love telling people it. They're always like, what? They can't believe you're from that you're in Scotland. To people, cause yeah, the people in the part fr- of why I wanted to call. I was just like, oh, man, what if I do this? <laughs> Blow some minds, right? Yeah. Yeah, I once, like, snuck off to, well, not entirely snuck off. It wasn't illegal, but I went to this convention in Maryland, and um, I think it was the MAGFest 2013. And, you know, I just love telling people, like, oh, hey, yeah, I, I came from Scotland. They're like, what? <laughs> I mean, it's not that hard to wrap your head around. It's just a oh, different no, no. place. It's not. I mean, I'd hope that people aren't like. It's not like you're saying you you came f- that you live on a blimp. Like <laughs> like that oh, would man, be. Oh man, that would be awesome. You know, I wish those still existed. Living on blimps. Well, not maybe not living in them because you'd have to keep fueling it. But just like blimps in general, like we could have had you know the Concorde, the really really fast plane. They took it away. Yeah. The rollback. It, you know. Mm-hmm. The rollback. I, I inside it. It was amazing. Technology rollback. Uh, actually, you know, I was mulling over what I was going to call about, and I found a really interesting science-y thing today. And is, is it okay if I, you know, you you like space, right? Who doesn't like space? <laughs> I was just going to say, like, if you say you don't like space, it's like... You don't like anything, because technically we're in space right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it turns out that just uh, just the other day, on the 15th, um, NASA found out that um, Jupiter's largest moon, Ganymede, has a whole underground ocean. An actual saltwater ocean. Really? Yeah, like all of it, underground. So there's, what you're saying is that... The movie Mars Attacks is not that far from happening. Gosh darn it, I was just waiting for you to reference a movie and I, uh, that I haven't seen. I was like, You've never seen Mars Attacks? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you know what it is? Do you know about it? 
Yeah, I I was really scared of it when I was little. I was just like, oh, their eyes and their brains are showing it. I was like that about a Nightmare Before Christmas too. Well, you know, Wait, there was a Nightmare Before Christmas too. No, there wasn't. No, they're never making a sequel. I meant to T O O. Wait, that's what they called but, the sequel, um, Nightmare Before Christmas two. That's like Dumb and Dumber two. No, there's no there's no sequel to Nightmare Before. No, Christmas. there is a sequel to Dumb and Dumber. I saw it. It was not well, good. No, there is there is probably to that. It's probably you know. Wait, do wait. Dumb and Dumber two didn't make it to Scotland yet. Hey, Mike, go pack my <laughs> pack my suitcase. I'm going to Scotland. God, you know what I miss here. What's that? Gosh darn ice cream cake on your birthday. You don't have ice cream cake in Scotland? We don't have ice cream cake. On what, what do you get? You just, uh, get, you just sheep, get like chocolate sponge cake. Sheep bladder? Uh, you know what? Haggis is delicious. Yeah. Seriously. I can't do that. I like it with ketchup. Haggis with ketchup. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm telling you right now. I think it's disgusting that you're eating haggis, and there's people in Scotland who think it's disgusting you eat it with ketchup. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so you're making no one is happy with your your love of haggis with ketchup. I'm happy more for me. That is, I don't know what to say. Haggis. Yeah, you know, like come up here, like I don't know. It's it's all right up here. It's pretty cold. It's actually really foggy right now. Like you out can't on the moors? Are you out on the moors? Nah, nah. I'm I'm not in the Highlands, unfortunately. I'm in I'm in Dundee, which which the people here tend to call Scum D. <laughs> Come on, people, stop stop down talking your own place. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, look, I appreciate the fact that somebody from Scotland's listening. I appreciate the fact that you uh, watch uh, Steven Universe, and that's what got you. Yeah, into I draw fan art. All right. I'm an art student. I I actually um, ended up getting popular again, like for the first time in two years, for drawing Rose and Greg. So that was really surreal. Please send. Well, people like this. Can you send them? Please send me those. I would love to see them. (laughs) No way. (laughs) Oh, send them. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. I appreciate the call. Hey, dude. It's it's totally fine. Like. This is an honor. Well, you have a great night. Thank you. Bye. You too. All right, we got to get to these bowling alley confessions and apologies. There's one on line one. All right. All right. You know who was at the the uh, the live shows? The Theme Weavers. They they did this theme music. They came all the way from San Francisco for all four shows at the Bell House. It's so great. Unbelievable. All the way from San Francisco. They are the greatest and you should support them. However, you can support them, whether it's the Hank Four, the band that Anthony Bedard is in. Just support them in any way possible. It's what you do. Besho, you're on the air. Hey, Tom, it's uh, Michael from Sydney. Oh, Michael, you don't need to say where you're from if you're going to do a bowling alley confession oh, oh, and apology. Gosh. Well, it's, yeah, I'm saying it's not, it's not a, no. nothing terrible. It's just embarrassing. Okay. Um, for, I, first thing I'd like, it's so great to have you uh, back on the air. It's incredible. Well, thank you, Michael. Well, uh, 
And, uh, um, I'm going to call you. Thanks for giving the show, uh, you know, the, the toilet talk because uh, my son is a huge fan too. And in fact, if I don't, if, if I don't listen to it. Thank you. I appreciate we, it's, it's the same. We do. That's the fun way to do the show. But I'm telling you, if I don't start getting some listeners, we're throwing this thing behind a paywall. We're going to pay $100 an episode. We'll, we'll pay. So, right now, hey, we're in a bowling we, alley. I use the show as a... It, I'll turn it on one of your um, shows at night. And he promises not to have a nightmare. Well, that, that's that's nice. Best. So what kind of what what do you want to confess to here in the bowling alley? Uh, okay, well I was um I was on the bus with my son and uh, it was a really crowded bus and uh, you know he's he was eleven at the time so he's very easily embarrassed um by his dad that's me anyway so uh, we're just about to get and we we take this bus every week uh, so we often see the same people. And um, it's pretty crowded, and uh, the bus stops where I think the stop was supposed to be. Uh, and the doors do not open, the back doors. So, you know, I start screaming, open the back doors, open the back doors, me, my son, he needs to get off the bus. And then uh, everyone's looking at me, and, you know, someone says, we're just stopped at a, a light, mate. <laughs> so, so I just... Uh, Everyone is glaring at me. And so then you, you every have... time we take this bus now, when you get, stop at that same light, my son says, you know, open that back door if my son wants to get off. So you, you, you lost your cool yeah, I lost in front my cool, of your yeah. kid. Your kid That's now good. thinks that you're, you're uh, what's he think, you're a weakling? What's he think? <laughs> or just uh, prone to, to panic. Yeah. Panic, dad's dad's uh, dad's uh, dad's a little touchy, right? Yes. Hair trigger. <laughs> well, thanks for the call. Anyway, dad. thank you, Tom. Okay. Bowling alley confessions and apologies. I'll do an apology here in the bowling alley. I threw Jeff Garland in the hate pit a few years ago. There was no need for that. I overreacted. He's got no place in the hate pit. Seems like a perfectly fine guy. So I would like to apologize to Jeff Garland for tossing him into the hate pit. I'm sorry, Jeff. Best show you're on the air. Oh, hello, Tom. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Who's this? This is Nicholas in Upper Montclair, New Jersey. Well, well, well. Excuse me. <laughs> Upper Montclair. You couldn't just say Montclair, huh? Um. Well, I don't know. If you wanted to dust off your Jersey uh, zip code chops, it's a different zip code. I don't know. No, you're right. Um, Look, we're in the bowling alley right now. Um, I guess my I could have done better... From just a couple hours ago, as I could have looked left one more time, um, I was just a few hours ago hit by a car while on foot. Oh my goodness! Miraculously, I am okay. Oh well, thank goodness you're okay. Seriously. No, yeah, it's it's amazing. So I, yeah, I could have looked left one more time. Um, 
I was in Brooklyn. I'm crossing the street trying to get to my car, and uh, and I just I looked left, and there was nothing. And then I looked right, and I'll admit it's cold and windy out, so I had a parka on with my hood all the way up. So probably my peripheral vision is not what it should have been. And I think I also just kind of took for granted that I already looked left and just was like, all right, right, nothing's coming, and I just walk. And then I hear a honk, and I look to my left, and as I looked, this car was as close to me as, like, someone standing next to you at a deli counter, and it came right at me and just swept me off my feet. Okay. Um, amazingly, it was just, there was no impact whatsoever. It was just, like, a couple of skinheads shoving you through a pit at, like, an agnostic front show. I just... I let my feet go, and he just shoved me a little bit, and I kind of staggered a little bit. And then I was like, I was in, my adrenaline was just pumped, and I just kind of walked, paced around. And because I didn't feel any pain, I was fine, I was fine, but the guy was just in his car. And I was like, oh, is he not going to come to me? So he, do I have to go talk to him? Because <laughs> he just, he didn't do anything. So then I, I went over, and I apologized. Look, it's the kind of song they play at bowling alleys. Bad company. Where do you think I heard that for the first time? That's bowling alley rock. Right, Mike? Yeah, Mike likes it. Never thought a guy talking about getting hit by a car could... Put me to sleep. Glad the guy's okay. Come on, give that number out on Twitter. 201-332-3484. And we're going to do a half hour of power tonight, too. In a half hour. Which is the unscreened best show, call-in show. The bonus show. And it does not air live tonight. It, air, it will go up live it will not go up live. It will go up to on um, Friday on uh, on your usual ways to get audio for things, whether it be iTunes or your RSS feed. Or you tell me. Best show you're on the air. Hi, welcome to the show. Oh, hi, Tom. How are you? Doing all right. Who's this? This is Jesse um, in Manhattan. What's up, Jesse? Uh, I had uh, an awkward celebrity encounter. Uh, Mike. I'm not doing these anymore. I'm not doing them. I retired the topic. Retired it. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, Tom. Are we in the bowling alley? We are. I've got a... This is John Junk. I have a confession. Wait, that was Eric? I know that guy. Boy, just bad company? Oh, no. Wait, I hope that wasn't him. He doesn't live in Upper Montclair. No, it wasn't. What, what, what's your name, son? Uh, I'm John Junk. Oh, I know this guy. John yeah, Junk. Hi. How are you? It's- Good, how are you? Doing all right. 
Good. I have a, uh, I have a, I could do better. Let's hear it. Well, there was that woman who called from Scotland before. Yeah. And it reminded me of when I was a younger man and I was on a, an exchange program in Scotland. And uh, the night before my flight out of Scotland, you know, I got my uh, parents bought me a <laughs> ticket out of Scotland. And um, so I could come home. And uh, my friends took me out for drinks. And they're buying me beers and tequila and everything. So I wake up. I'm in Edinburgh, Scotland. It's like pretty far away from the airport, which is in another city entirely. Mm -hmm. It takes like two hours to get there. I wake up like three hours before uh, my flight and have to get a train and stuff. And I literally crawl to the bathroom (laughs) to to throw up. Uh, before the flight, and I'm like, I don't know if this is going to happen. And then I I had to get on a train, and then a bus, and then I made it 20 minutes before, or no, 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 sorry. I got to the airport 20 minutes, but I got there like five minutes like as the plane was loading, and then the uh, people were like, why are you here so late? <laughs> and I was just like, I was, I'm really, I feel sick. You're sick. And then it just, You're not. Yeah. You poisoned yourself. Yeah. I don't have a a problem with drinking or anything. I just I'm sick. I'm not feeling well. Yeah, you just have the alcohol coming out of your pores now. (laughs) Totally disgusting. And I have have pity on whoever has to sit next to you on a flight. Oh yeah, to Scotland. Yeah, because it's it's tequila, so it's literally just I'm like literally sweating it out. Yeah. You can do better. You can do better. You should do better. You could have done better. You didn't do better. But you exactly. can do better. I can, and I, and I have since then. Good. Most of the time. Yeah. John Junk, you're a good guy. I appreciate the call. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, buddy. Besho, you're on the air. Hi. I have a confession to make. All right. Don't give your name. Okay. Um, What's the confession? I, I actually went to uh, the school that John Junk also went to, but which is funny because he just called in. Um, but uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a little nervous. Okay, don't be nervous. Okay. Um, so anyway, it was an art school, and so there was always musicians and actors and dancers practicing in the hallways and it could be pretty annoying um so uh one day a troop of these fine performers left a portable record player in the hallway while they were parading around the school making lots of noise and so I picked it up and carried it off but you stole so you stole a record player yes all right, that is the kind of confession you make here at the bowling alley. Uh, do you grant absolution? No. Oh. Live with your shame. Oh, I'm you sorry. stole. You stole like a like a like a a, a, a little little vengeful. You're vengeful just because these people are doing what they wanted to do, right? You couldn't stand yeah. it. Yeah. You had to you with your pens and paper. You had to draw your... You couldn't draw your way out of that moral quandary, could you? 
No. Shame. Shame. Until we talk at the bowling alley. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Don't apologize to me. Don't apologize to me. You apologize to uh, everybody in that thing. You go track them down. Okay, I'm going to go. Goodbye. You make me sick. Best show, you're on the air. How's it going, Tom? Oh, it's going right. Who's this? Uh, can I make a confession? Okay. Oh, so anonymous. Okay. Uh, so, like, uh, my senior, uh, I'm an, I'm, I was an older student. Okay. And uh, on my senior year of uh, uh, college, I did not want to take the uh, required language credits. Okay. To graduate uh, from my major, and uh, I found a loophole that said that if I uh, prove some kind of learning disability, oh. I could. <laughs> I don't like this at all. <laughs> I could, um, I could uh, forego the okay. language and just take uh, cultural classes instead. All right. Well, first of all, first of all, yeah. anonymous person. Mm-hmm. How do you like it here at the bowling alley? I love it. How, how are these fries? It's delicious. You gonna get anything else from the grill? Uh, my favorite bowling alley back home had oxtail soup. That's my jam. All right, you're betraying yourself with your non <laughs> your non continental U.S. bowling alley <laughs> food, but let's for the sake of things go on anonymous person so uh-huh. oxtail soup at a bowling alley <laughs> so you okay. so you uh-huh. you you what you decided to pretend you had a learning disability i was a misdiagnosed uh, as a teenager with adhd a long time ago when i was 16 uh-huh and um i dug up that uh sheet of paper and i went to the uh, student disabilities and uh advocate yeah and it was a very nice blind lady a a living saint sure basically yeah and uh she facilitated it it was very difficult because the chancellor (laughs) i mean everybody pulls this stunt uh and i did and uh she she uh uh i i didn't want to take a language not because i was lazy but because they didn't recognize the second language i spoke already so I, uh, I I won um, I won my challenge and I thanked her profusely. And on um, on Mother's Day I had seen her at a restaurant uh, that I took my mom out to, and I uh, I didn't say hi. So when I came back on Monday to um, to uh, thank her, uh, I, I I said uh, I said oh by the way I saw you at this restaurant. Um, uh, I'm sorry I didn't say hi. And then she said, uh, oh, that's not a problem. Uh, it's like, how'd you like the food and stuff? And she asked me, how'd you like the food? And what it came out of my mouth was, oh, my God, the view was incredible. Did you see it? And... <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> because it had an incredible view. I didn't know what was wrong with so me. You're, so you're... So, so to the woman who you... Who you... You kind of tap dance through to feign disability because you were misdiagnosed mm-hmm. so you could first of all you understand the point of school right is to like <laughs> not to see how you can get away with not learning things 
the but white man did not recognize my language. Oh, look, okay, look, I'm, fair enough. Fair enough. So the white the white man did not recognize your language. Uh huh. So you 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 kind of used this misdiagnosis to get out of it, and then the mm-hmm. woman who helped you get through it, mm-hmm. the woman who went to the to, tooth and nail mm-hmm. to get you. To, to to get by on this misdiagnosis, mm-hmm. you saw her, and the first thing you said to this blind woman was, "Did you see the view?" Yeah, the view was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> so there. Look, I don't know what to tell you. Thank goodness we're in a bowling. I want you to go get a, some oxtail soup. This bowling alley. I did. I did try to apologize the next day. Uh, inexplicably, I. Uh, I got up and I made her like this giant batch of like uh, a Filipino food that's like it's like an egg roll but with a banana in it. And I made her like this single woman. I made her because I was so guilty. I made her about 120 pieces, and I woke up at like three in the morning to do it. But <laughs> this is getting more and more bizarre <laughs> as it goes on. Well, thank you for Anonymous letting me. Uh, thank you for letting me. Uh, uh, okay, why don't you go put, go bowl a quick game? Oh, okay, sir. Thank you. Unbelievable. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. How you doing this evening? I'm doing all right. Who's this? Uh, this is Sean in Creskill. Uh, I have a... Uh, oh, well, Sean, I, uh, Sean, I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm not nuts about the cut of your jib. Oh, okay. Some, something's thrown. I'm just trusting my my instincts here. Oh boy, I didn't mean to give off that vibe. No, no. What 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 what's going on? I'll, I'll tread lightly. Um, first of all, I just want to say I was at the uh, second show at the Bell House on Wednesday. See, you, uh, you, you it was just, excellent. You, thank um, you. Why thank? And you. I was just I was just really happy to see you guys in that why, form. Why, uh, it was a totally unique experience. Well, I think you guys see, now I, there's nothing I can do with this. Now you have to. You just go ahead. I'm gonna. I thank you for those nice words. I appreciate that. Jeez, I'm, I'm sorry. No, 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 like no, no, no. I appreciate it. Appreciate the nice words. Well, well, what's going on, champ? Um, yeah. So I mean, uh, my apology is actually um, to you. Um, after the show, I came up to you and asked for a picture, um, and I asked you to hard style with me, um, and I like you know went to grab your hand to do it, and I felt like I made you kind of uncomfortable. Um, no, no, nobody yeah. made me uncomfortable at that. I, I loved seeing everybody there. Seriously. All right, good. Don't, I'm don't glad overthink it. Don't stuff. overthink it, buddy. <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, that's all I had, Tom. Uh, okay. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. Who's this? Jesse. Do you have a con- uh, confession? I have an apology. An ap- a bowling alley apology. What? what what's yes. the apology? It's a, it's a dual apology. I want to apologize to Pink Eyes for Messed Up. Okay. And Ted Leo for hugging them at Matter of 21. You hugged them, yes, a little too intensely. No, I I don't think they wanted hugs. Generally, you have to look at people and see if they want a hug before you give them a hug. I, I think it was kind of begrudging on their part. Well, when you're wrapping your arms around people, they, they got no say. Uh, hopefully, they will both hear.
Ted, Ted Leo and uh, Damien will hear your apology for giving them hugs. Thank you. Best show, you're on the air. Um, yeah, I wanted to make a confession. Okay, well, you're at the bowling alley, because we're doing bowling alley confessions and apologies. Well, okay. What's the confession? I've seen Steely Dan more than ten times. And are you... Do you know that this is wrong? You know that's wrong, right? That's why I'm confessing. Like, when you see... Is it always at the Beacon Theater or something? <laughs> uh, no, I've, I've actually traveled like a deadhead almost around the country. And is there ever a moment where you're like, wait, Donald Fagan can't sing? <laughs> like when you're there watching them, you're just like, he can't sing. Does that ever hit you? Yeah, yeah I mean, it's gotten worse recently. Where you're like, wait, why are these guys pretending to be an R&B band? <laughs> they don't have R or B. Right? <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it's pretty bad now. But will you go back? Mm. You'll go back. The hesitation Can you talk just me told out me. of it? No, the hesitation just told me you'll go back. If you see tickets go on sale, and they announce that they're going to play, uh, they're going to play uh, 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 Gaucho in its entirety, you'll be, you'll, you'll well, be. That's not my favorite. It doesn't matter. Album, you'll though. be lined up waiting for that. To see that. Thank you for the call, buddy. And stop. Stop stop it. Stop going. Are you are you truly conflicted about it or are you weirdly bragging about it? We hung up. Well how about that? Best show, you're on the air. Uh hey Tom, I have a confession. All right. You're at the bowling alley. How are you liking this bowling alley? Uh, it's got great atmosphere. Are you going to go to the pro shop and maybe pick up some uh, powder? Do they sell powder in there, right? Oh, I don't know. Maybe we'll go to the pro shop together and check the powder selection out. That's good thinking. So what's your confession? I um, illegally bought narcolepsy medication off the internet to manage my depression <laughs> symptoms. Oh. Okay. You illegally uh, bought narcolepsy medication off the internet. <laughs> yeah. To to control your depression. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, is the medication that that prohibitively expensive? <laughs> uh, no, I um, I have a uh, relatively common. Uh, metabolic abnormality that means pretty much all uh, of the classical antidepressants uh, give me serotonin syndrome, which is a bad thing uh, that eventually kills you. Uh, so. So, but this stuff works for you. So far. It's been like three, three weeks. Um, I guess, you know, I don't feel guilty about that. Um, but I guess the confession part of this is that I am lying to my friends and family about why I am doing better. So there's that. Well, look, you gotta look. You gotta look after yourself. And if 
is are you self-prescribing this? Did a doctor recommend this, or you're just saying, hey, this stuff might work? I'm self-prescribing, but there's an extensive medical literature, so not blindly, I guess. Okay, well, look, just be careful. That's all I can say. <laughs> just be careful. What country okay. is it coming from? Is it coming from the U.S.? Oh, no. I have no idea where it's coming from. <laughs> well, then just be, care- <laughs> just be careful, really. I will. Just, just Thank wa- you. Watch out. Watch out what you put into your body like that. You don't know. what. Look, stuff in the U.S. is bad enough medication you got to be careful if it was from here but just just watch out okay watching keenly thank you just be safe that's all i want for you (laughs) okay absolutely all right have a good evening you too this bowling alley confessions and apologies gets dark pretty fast man got one guy uh doing a thing with this stealing a record player Got another guy uh, faking his way through co- college and then a- and insulting a blind woman who, who did nothing but help him. You've got a uh, guy seen Steely Dan in double digits. He's into double digits now. Best show you're on the air. Hi, Tom. Who, uh, okay, do you have a bowling alley confession or apology? Yes, I do. I have an apology. Um, I called in probably sometime in January, and I was bad. Uh, it wasn't a good call, and I would just like to apologize for well, that. How, how was it not a good call? Uh, I was super nervous, and I just kind of like kind of rambled. I should have been bad company. I think that would have went over a little bit better than how it ended up. But um, do you remember what you were I talking wanted... about? Uh, I think I, I mentioned something about like uh, some other uh, Toronto radio station or like radio combo or whatever, and uh, it just kind of felt flat. But, uh, name names, so you don't be so vague. Either way, I'm really sorry. I'm really glad that you brought uh, Colleen Green on, uh, playing that on the show last week. Either way, I'm getting it out. Let me talk. Let me mic. Painting pictures here. Painting pictures. See these other podcasts doing this? No. Bowling alley apologies and confessions and apologies. Anybody going near this? No. I hear these other uh, podcasts, man. God bless them all. God bless all of them. From, From the one where they sit around and all talk. To the other one where they sit around and all talk. And then that other one where they sit around and all talk. Are they doing bowling alley confessions and apologies? Look, 
I'll make another bowling alley apology. The unfair record reviews I used to do on the show, I regret all that. I wish I didn't do those. I should be better than that. And I wasn't. Just realize in a, in a, in a little bit we're going to do um, Half Hour of Power. The unscreen best show post show. How do you support the best show? Well, you download the episodes. That's very important. I, I don't know what to tell you. We got to get, you got to download them. Tell people that the show's back, really. We need we need you back. We need everybody back. A lot of people a lot of people are back. Of course people are back. But uh we gotta get other people back. We need you all back. Write positive uh, reviews on iTunes and RSS feeds and all those things. Do what you got to do. Help us out. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, is this the bowling alley? Yeah, this is bowling alley, confessions and apologies. Uh, yeah, I have a confession I'd like to air if that's okay. Yeah. Uh, so this one kind of makes my stomach hurt, but... We, uh, we had a new intern in the place that I work, and um, I'm usually kind of in charge of getting the interns up to speed. Uh, this new guy was a really, really nice kid, and we were talking the first couple days, and I think that he, you know, he, he was like, I think he appreciated that I was kind of like helping him out. And uh, we were talking just kind of conversationally, and we were talking about music because he knew that, like, I like music and stuff. And I asked him, and I told him that he asked me what kind of music I like. I said I like indie music kind of broadly speaking and he said that he liked indie music too and bands like Coldplay like he said that indie music like that like Coldplay so then um, about a week later I was talking to another person at work and not mockingly or sneeringly it was just kind of like oh I found out our intern likes indie music like Coldplay kind of like jokingly he was standing right behind me and my heart sank and it was awful and I hate myself for it I understand why you feel that way. It's a yeah. minor it's a minor infraction in the scheme of things, but in a workplace that's very hurtful. Absolutely. And it wasn't I mean I think he got it. It wasn't like I said it wasn't sneering. It was yeah. like it was it was affectionate, you know what I mean? I thought it was very endearing. Oh, I'm sure well, I'm sure it was just so much love. It was done with <laughs> nothing but love. Right? This is the bowling alley. This is a safe space, I thought. No, you loved it. You loved you loved submarining <laughs> no. that kid. You loved it. No. Just admit it. You loved no, submarining that kid to another employee. That intern. That right kid now. working for free. Tom, I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. I'm going to have nightmares. He was working for free? No, he was working for $12 an hour. Well, that's not that bad. It's more than I make here. <laughs> I feel that bad for him. Yeah, well... I wish I could only lose $12 an hour doing this show at this point. But you gain so much in callers bringing joy into your life, don't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, well... Goodbye.
best show. Hi, Tom. Hi, who's this? Oh, you don't um, say, um, don't say. You're in the bowling I'm alley. Gonna, I'm not going to say. No. I have a confession. Uh-oh. Okay, well, first of all, how did you bowl? Um, your, how did your last game? How did you bowl in that last game? Terrible. Um, all gutter balls. All not my sport. Not your sport. But at least no. you have to admire that new scoring screen that they installed here. It's very nice. It's very nice. So, <laughs> what is your bowling alley confession and or apology? Okay. <clears throat> I would like to apologize to um, the basis of the spin doctors. Okay. I, All right. I Hold used, on. I used, to, I used to work at this place. I'm not going to give any details. No, you shouldn't. You're, and, um, you're in a bowling alley. <laughs> Who knows where it is? Yes. Tone of secrecy. And um, I worked with a lot of people who uh, we all kind of fancied ourselves um, music uh, snobs, aficionados. And we were hiring. And he, uh, you know, we were going through all the resumes. And his resume looked really good until we got to the bottom where it said the bass player of the spin doctors. <laughs> and so we had to reject him for that reason. So just because he was the bass player for a band whose music you didn't like, yeah, he was denied employment. <laughs> we actually thought we were kind of doing him a favor. Well, like of course, that's how it always him. is. Doing him a favor, right? <laughs> It's for your own good. This is going to hurt you more than... This is going to hurt me more than it hurts you. Oh, boy. Oh. I'm sorry. That's why why we're at the bowling alley saying the things. Yeah. You know what? Mm Mm-hmm. You need to go buy a Spin Doctors album on iTunes to put a little bit of money in his pocket. You need to buy... yeah. A live Spin Doctors record. <laughs> Spin Doctors, okay, I- you know there's one, probably. I- Spin Doctors live at where at wherever. <laughs> As, and listen, you need to listen to it all the way from beginning to end. And you know, yes, <laughs> you need to tweet once about it and say. <laughs> this is my jam. You got to make like you're listening to it, like the way that people automatically have those tweets go up. You need, this is my jam. You need to have everyone, every track on it go up and say, "This is my new jam." Spin Doctors, <laughs> Two Princes Live. Hashtag underrated. Hashtag underrated. All right. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go bowl a little more, so. All right. That might actually make me feel better. Thanks a lot. Okay. You have a good night. You too. Bye. Final call at the bowling alley. No. They're gone. All right. I believe the best show is about to end. How about that, guys? Get a record queued up here, and then we will end the show. I want to thank uh, 
want to thank Ellie Kemper for coming on the show. And uh, everybody, once again, support the show. Download all the episodes. Download all the episodes, too. All of them. Help us out. This is an uphill battle. To get, we're on an island. We're not a part of a network. We're not... Uh, we're not a part of a larger system here. We got to build this thing up piece by piece on our own. So every little thing does count with this and it all it all matters. So please I I don't say this stuff uh, lightly. It is what the show needs if we are going to keep cranking and keep going forward. Um yeah, and we'll be back uh Next week, I believe. And just know that the best show tonight is supported by Wealthfront, the automated investment service that makes it easy to invest your money the right way. It automatically rebalances your portfolio and reinvests your dividends, all commission-free. Wealthfront manages over $2 billion and has saved millions on taxes for its clients. Visit Wealthfront.com slash show. To get your first $10,000 managed for free, that's wealthfront.com slash best show. And thank you all for listening. The best show will be back uh, next week. And let's listen to something from the Unblinking Ear mixtape. It is uh, a song by a really great band, uh, X Black Hollies. This is Sunshine and the Rain. <laughs> 